Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News Shooting up your Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet, where we talk movies and comics and TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. Oh, and I say, hey, hey, hey. Yeah? What's going on? What is going on? Podcast. We're doing a podcast. Mate, there's so many podcasts going on right now, and so thank you to everybody who decided to... To, to stop this. recording their own podcast <laughs> so they could listen to our podcast. Or maybe people are doing both. Has that ever happened, do you think? Someone's ever gone, oh, I have to record a... Po- oh, no, I'll listen to this podcast first. Do you maybe. Reckon? Do you reckon we've interrupted the Joe Rogan experience so he could listen to the Weekly Planet podcast? Almost certainly, <laughs> yes. That's right. Well, I've seen you, like, watch a television show with one earbud in, yep. and you, you're editing a podcast on your laptop. Yeah. And I'm like, that can't be... Oh, none of it's good. <laughs> right. It's not really doing anything, am yeah. I? <laughs> you're, you're ruining you're ruining your TV watching experience. You're you're releasing a sub podcast for the listeners. You've ruined their day. <laughs> but it's quick though. It's quick. It's, it's way quicker. Well, to be fair, colleagues edits these. That's uh, true. So you know that's how that is. But uh, this week, Mason, as always, there are time codes below, and these are some. So of what the... I'm saying, I think my oh. point there was what where I was going there is maybe there's people who listen to podcasts in one ear while they edit their own. Oh, podcasts. that's probably or, true. Or even record their own podcast while listening to another podcast. Wow. Right? That's incredible. Mm. I wish I lived that life. <laughs> do you? And I guess I – yes, yeah. I do. It's good, good. I wish. Uh, Variety uh, have a news of uh, a wonder- – We're straight into the news. No, that's right. no, no, sorry. This is the, I didn't mean to say the Variety bit. I'm doing the topics that we're going to go through. Okay, sure, sure, sure. Okay. See, some- what you're saying is there's a variety of news. Exactly. Mm. There's a bunch of Disney Plus uh, spin-off news stuff in the works. Okay. Have you ever heard of the Marvel Police, Mason? No, but I love it. We're going to about that today. Or I'm going to hate it? Mm, I don't know. Mm, okay. Do you like cops? <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> All right. James Gunn has some news in relation to the Wait, Guardians of the Galaxy. Wait, has Marvel bought their own police force? Is that what's happening? That's right. Is it an OCP-style situation <laughs> where they just they go from door to door and check for counterfeit Marvel toys and then they shoot you? It's not dissimilar, I guess. Right, we'll get to it, I guess. Get ready for, uh, get ready for a new um, image property coming to cinemas. Oh, I can't wait. Expendables 4 begins production. Trailers for both Resident Evil and House of the Dragon. Mm. Uh, the Joker 2 news. We're going to talk a little bit about DC Fandome, which is uh, coming up next week. We're not going to talk about James Bond this week because we haven't seen it yet. It's not out as of yet. But we do have the biggest and hottest list of all time. Uh, of the 25 top secret agents in movies of all time that we're going to go through and just absolutely ridicule. To be clear, we did not come up with this list. <laughs> no, because uh, the way, I don't know if people know this, but a way that you get around criticism on YouTube or podcasts is you borrow somebody else's list and then they take the heat. And people it's go, true. what were BuzzFeed even thinking with this? And you're like, I know, what were they even thinking? <laughs> when, I know, when, when, when really we could make our own list. Oh, but come on. <laughs> we get stuff on. We got, I'm listening to a podcast and recording a podcast. <laughs> right. The JRE Mason. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Via Variety. 
Disney Plus are apparently working on a WandaVision spin-off that is focusing on Agatha Harkness. Uh-oh. Yeah. She's going to be up to mischief. That's right. All good. All probably good. good. We did Almost get, certainly good. Probably good. Probably a bit of mischief and then she'll come good in the end, won't she? Mm-hmm. I did also get a tweet this week. Uh, I didn't it's put, the tweet of the week. Here tweet we of the go. week. Ba-ba-bow. Ba-ba-bow. What is that? Who is that? <laughs> it's the alert. Have you hired a man Ba-ba-bow. who's in ill health? <laughs> Which is not nice and noble of you. And you're like, hey man, you want to you want to come work for us? You gotta you gotta do an alert. He's like, I don't know if my voice is up to it. And you're come like, on, buddy, you can do it. We believe in you. Uh, uh, yeah, that's great, actually. Thanks, Rose Sinanti. I'm not sure if I said that wrong. Now that Agatha's spinoff is in the works, do you think it'll be a prequel or a sequel to Wandavision? Oh, I think it'll be both. Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah, it'll be back in the olden days. Mm. So the 90s. Yeah. And then present day. Yes. But also probably medieval times or whatever. The witch's time. Mm-hmm. Whenever that was. Yes. So there, there you go. Although how much witching did she do? Not she that, was not We got the flashbacks. That's true, we did. Yeah. But it has been, you know, a number of months and time has no meaning anymore. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I can barely remember anything. Yeah. So she uh, she was going to be burned at the stake yep. for being a witch. Or yep. she was going to be. By other witches. By other witches. The yep. other witches were going were gonna to zap her at the stake with yep. lasers. Uh, and then she escaped because she was a super powerful witch. Yeah. Then she went on to do other witching stuff. She wasn't like in a no. pocket dimension or a coma or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, she was right? doing all sorts of Okay, so there's probably a couple of hundred years of witchy stuff exactly. to, to cover. Okay, great. We can get all all around that. Mm. And off the back of that, um, this is from Daniel Richt, Richtman on Twitter. Uh, if you have scoops. You are having a time Richt, with regards it's, pronunciation. It's rich and then T and then man. Is that Richtman? I would have said Richtman. R- then th- there should be no H. Should be no H, H H. What have I said? I'm having a time, Mason. You're absolutely having a time. I'm saying if it's R I C. What you're doing is you're looking out there. There's a lovely day outside, <laughs> and then you're looking back at your no, screen. No, I'm watching. You're outside. I'm watching the reflection of my television on the window. That's oh my what I'm God. doing. What's playing? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't need content. Uh, anyway, he also mentioned there have been off uh, plans for Xiling. Uh, Zai- I don't know how to say that because I haven't seen. Shang Chi, yes, okay, yes. And one of the characters from that. Okay. Uh, in addition to Monica Rambeau, is also getting a spinoff potentially. So spinoffs. Well, they're developing it, but that's not the only spinoff news, Mason. Oh my goodness! Because Variety are also reporting. Uh, well, they spoke to head writer of What If, AC Bradley, and director Brian Andrews about their plans for a Chadwick. He's Boseman. back on the board. He's got two on the board. He's pronounced two names correctly. I, I mean, Brian Andrews. Come on, like I know seven people called Brian Andrews in my it's real true. life. So <laughs> it's not a problem. Very true. Said, they said, I don't know if you knew about this, but they were planning to have a Star-Lord T'Challa spin-off into his own show and that universe and the crew and the whole thing. We were very excited. We know that he would have loved it too. And then, you know, he passed. And so all that's in limbo. So who knows, maybe one day. So, yeah, that okay, was. Okay, yeah. So which makes me think also, also, well, first of all, that sucks. That mm-hmm. would have been cool to see. And then imagine if you get like a live-action Black Panther oh, Star-Lord. Teaming up in their alternate universe incredible. to Charles Star-Lord. Yeah, that would be cool. That's why I'm kind of in two minds about recasting as well. Yeah. Just to have that character just disappear entirely. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's, it's, uh, I mean, but I also get it because how do you how do you recast, you know, at this point at least. Anyway, but that also makes me think they're probably focusing on other – there's going to be other spin-offs. Like they'll pick one of the universes and go, yeah, we'll – 
Run yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I did. It most like like if you had to pick one, it would be like somebody look look at the look at the various characters in each of the alternate universes, and which of the actors playing those characters haven't already done nine movies. Exactly, because then they're they're out probably. That's but right. <laughs> people have only done a mere two, three, or four. They'll probably do a spin off, an alternate reality spin off thing. Definitely. This is also from Daniel Richtman Mason. Yes. Um, he would want you to really just emphasize the T in the I middle there. I think he would. Maybe yeah. I'll message him. Okay, he actually, cool. we do follow each other on Twitter. Oh. Echo is, uh, you know, there's an Echo spin-off show in the works as well. Yes, we're from in, Hawkeye. We're in spin-off city, Mason. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Michael J. Fox is there. That's right. Barry Bostwick is there. Mm. Um, Richard Kind, was he in that? He, sure. was in a, he was in an episode of uh, Star Trek Lower Decks the other day. What's he? Who did he play in that? He played, there's an episode where... There are there's like a, a an alien diplomat, but whenever he gets embarrassed, he splits oh, into a Oh yes, oh yeah, that was a great episode. Yeah, that's a good show. I agree, it's really good. I actually just watched the newest one last night, and uh, it continues to be good. It was the lower decks of like they did a lower decks of a Klingon ship. Oh yeah, yeah, and a Vulcan ship, and at the end they did a Borg ship where they just stand. <laughs> they're not. They just like plugged into whatever and <laughs> not do anything. Anyway, he says that Echo is it's very much. Like its own show, mm-hmm. but it's also like Daredevil season four because we're going to see those characters uh, coming back and play big parts in it. The characters will be somewhat soft rebooted into the MCU, but will still have a history with one another. So they'll look somewhat different and with different backgrounds, but still played by the same actors. This is a big scoop. That is a big scoop. So we're talking Charlie Cox. We're oh, yes, talking sir. Deborah Ann Wall. Yes. We're talking about one of the Bash brothers. Yes. Wow. <laughs> And that's the T, he says, that's, Daniel Richtman. That's right. Because that's, I that's his catchphrase because of the T in the Yes, room. that's <laughs> But uh so but does that mean Jessica Jones? Does that mean Luke Cage? Does that mean Iron Fist? I don't I don't know. Mm. Uh, maybe not, because not everybody likes all of those characters. Where did he hear this? He's, I don't know. I don't know his sources. You can't reveal your sources, Mason, and I'll tell you why. I think he should reveal Because of the one, Marvel police. I think he should he should reveal one source a week. You're right. Just as a goof. Just as a goof. And a gaff and a laugh. Are we going to talk about the Marvel Police? Let's do it now. This is on the Fat Man Beyond podcast, which okay. you, you will know as Kevin Smith's podcast. I do. Uh, about pop culture and such. I'm listening to it right now. Oh, how is it? Great. Good, good, good. <laughs> I don't know if you're up to this bit yet. He's but very enthused about all kinds of stuff. I like his He-Man. Did you yeah. see there's a new He-Man show again? It's like a CG animated He-Man show. Oh, no, I don't think I saw that. Now. Yeah. But so. it's Netflix again? It's Netflix again. Okay, great. Why not? He-Men. That's what I say. Yeah. There is a Marvel... You've never said He-Men before. I always say He-Men. I've got a He-Men tattoo. <laughs> What's happening on the He-Men? He-Men? The Kissing Mason. Okay, great. <laughs> Two different incarnations of He-Men. Wow. The Kissing. Wow. There is a Marvel secret police who, when things are being discovered, not only sweat down the departments... What so do you when mean things are being discovered? Like, you know, things are leaked. Like oh, a Daniel Richtman, right. for example. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when leaks happen, not only do Marvel's, the Marvel secret police sweat the departments to find out where the leaks sprang, sprang from, they also deal with sub, deal in subterfuge. Oh, so they might be like, we're releasing... Uh, a big fart. I mean, potentially, <laughs> we're doing, yeah. We're doing a big fart spin-off. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and then, then Richtman's yeah. like... Big, big farts, farts get, going to the big screen, everybody. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and uh, then it turns out to be a lie, and then Richtman. Unless the people call the for it. And then the people are like, get behind. Oh, that's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big fart. And then are get, you saying that's part of their deal? Well, this is, I. you stopped me as I was, yeah, I was, about, I I was about to say thing. the thing. So. I'm, bu- I'm building tension, though, for <laughs> oh, the listeners. Like a big fart would build. Yes. Okay. We know this is in as much. That's that was his a, catchphrase. That wasn't me having a go at you. That was just me being like. 
hey, I'm, do, I'm, I'm doing it already. Mm. You're like, come on, explain yourself. And I'm like, I am explaining myself. James, if, you'd stopped, if you stopped <laughs> constantly explaining yourself, we'd get to the tea, all right? You'd be spilling the tea right now. We know this. It'd be totally poggers, <laughs> all right. which young people have informed me means good or something. Is that based on pogs or is that a yeah, different? I think it is based on pogs, That yes. cannot be true. I'm going to look it up. All right, while you're doing that, you can. No, total silence while I look this up. <laughs> no, continue, please. We know this in as much as you like, go to auditions and read lines that have nothing to do with what you're auditioning for. They're well-practiced at the art of, look over here, they like to keep their secrets over there. So it's basically like... They'll distract people with, I guess, false leaks and scripts and whatever. So they leave leftover call sheets where they draw allusions to characters that they are well-known that don't exist. So they lay little traps in the call sheet to see if it gets passed on and then they try to find the leaks thusly. That's some Watergate-level shit, man. Yeah, right. That feels... Kevin Smith, you know? (laughs) J.R.E. He's always, yeah, J.R.E. Where uh, that's, um, that's, I feel that's entrapment. Yeah, but it's not an uncommon tactic, though, is it? No, I guess that's probably true. I mean, true. In, like, I don't think normally it's like more in espionage than. <laughs> this is like those, you know, those those fake street maps that have fake streets on them. Oh, what? No. So, like, I don't, I don't think it's as common these days. In a like a like a you know a map of a city or something like that, what'll happen is if you put in all the work to make a street map, and then you you know you're selling it to people, or whatever. Some might somebody might be like, I'll make my own street map, and I can sell that, and I'll be rich. So they just copy what you've done. Oh. So what you do is you put in a trap street. So like if there's a street that's like uh, if it's a, if it's a straight street, you would draw it having a lot of curves because that wouldn't yes. that wouldn't affect people. So the street exists, but not the sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes there's fake streets. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So then you can be like, I tricked you. I map trapped you. So bitch. this is a this is a, a call been, sheet trap. You've been map trapped. Yeah. That's, that's Motherfucker. Right. You're under arrest. That's right. We're the map police. <laughs> there was a um remember Chloe said at her university, there was at the library, because she went to the university of in the city. And the university at, of in the city. Yeah, and um and there was a room in the library. Well, I went to the university of in the country. Really? That's why I've got country wisdom. I went to the university of life. What do you think of that? I went to and the, also an actual university. I went to school, I, of, school of Hard Knocks. <laughs> oh, well, I went to a mid-tier university for nice. business school. What did do you I, think of that? Didn't we go to the we same did, one? Yeah, we, we did, did the for, same one. Okay, for cool. a time, yes. And then something school happened. Yeah, and, but the, anyway, there was we a- We fought once. <laughs> we did. <laughs> so anyway, there was, a ma- there was a map room in the library and okay. it was always free because- Who's looking at Cardio- the Cardiologists. Cardiologists? Cardiologists were always in there. <laughs> They're like, oh, oh, this man's having a heart attack, but I can't find I can't find the operating theatre. So I'm in here in cartography. Cartography. Thank you. And uh, But no one was ever allowed to use it, and there was a dude who, like, ran the room. Okay. It was like, you can only use this if, you, if you're using maps. Doing map stuff. So, yeah. like, it was literally never used oh. because there's, that's not really a... You should have, people should have built their own time. entirely fake map and be like, I'm working on this map. Oh, yeah. But instead, argue on the forums. Beat him up. <laughs> you just beat him up. You get in there and you, you roll up the map and then you do the thing where you bend it in half and you crack him over the head with it. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm not really surprised that they have a secret police force. Of, I mean, yeah. it's not, I, I don't think it's police. I'm sure it's just like a small department of whatever. I bet, it, I bet it's closer to police. Than you think there. there's a uniform? <laughs> Mm, I reckon. No, I reckon they're more like FBI agents. Oh, like yeah, okay, like undercover or like suits. Yeah, suits. I reckon badges, suits. flip down badges. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. You flip it over and it's like got an like a steel embossed Stanley on it. Oh wow! Yeah, mm, you can punch people with it. Yes, brand them with Stanley's face. <laughs> That's right. 
they've got two. It's mm. like the Phantom. Yes. They've got Stanley rings. Yeah. And one, if you, if they st- if they steal the call sheet, you 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 punch him with Stanley and he's and he's frowning. But if yep. they're a friend, you punch him yep. with Stanley and it says Excelsior on your face. <laughs> you're free to go. Yeah, you're free to go. Yeah, and then you're then you're a friend to the Marvel Police. <laughs> Uh, James Gunn mentioned on Twitter that he said... In, oh, wait, one ring oh, is Kathleen Kennedy. She, oh, well, yeah, yeah, she would, wouldn't she? Yeah, yeah. 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 In, in my incredibly subjective and admittedly often odd opinion, we'll be introducing one of the greatest MCU characters of all time. Oh, yeah. This is for the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Do you think this is like a century, a Nova or something no. like that? Or do you think it's like someone dumb? I think... Or somewhere in the middle that based, he likes. Well, here's the thing. I don't think they would... I don't think he would introduce a character that would be very significant plot-wise going forward. Okay. Like I, so I like I think they might be I don't think they'd use like the sentry because they like maybe we want to use him because he's a you know the he's like a big time Superman-esque character. Yeah. I reckon it might be because it's James Gunn and he's like a trauma guy and a gross guy. Oh. I reckon it might be like man thing. Oh okay. Or like What um, about Werewolf by Night because that that Werewolf is rumored, by, yeah, okay. that is rumored to be coming. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. yeah. That could work. But that's actually I think Werewolf by Night might be coming before uh, yeah. Maybe it could be a different kind of werewolf. Sure. You know? I don't know. I don't think he'd be that impressed by werewolves, to be honest. No, I reckon it's something gross. Like, because he, he was like, oh, my God, I love, like, Starro and introducing Starro and making, like, yes, a big exactly, thing. Yeah. So, yeah, you're thinking it's more like. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, though, like, Marvel, and D- the, way, the way that Marvel and DC differ, I guess, is that Marvel, you know, really. Colors. Ha- colors. Colors in their logos. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And sort of Marvel came to real prominence in the 60s, so they kind of missed the, like, the 1950s real weird stuff. Okay, sure. So DC has, like, a like a way bigger back catalog of weird stuff, I think. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm just looking at um, if there's any Google image results for, like, what people think this might be. Okay. And there's not really anything that's, like, Santa. Yeah, maybe it's Santa. Maybe it is Santa. Maybe it's Santa. Do you think it could be Santa? Rephrase. Tell me the tell me the phrasing again. What did he say? He said, "I'm bringing Santa to the Marvel universe." Oh, Santa! It's Santa. Santa Claus. It's real Santa. The secret Claus. is Santa. No, uh, my incredibly subjective and admittedly often odd opinion will be introducing one of the greatest MCU characters of all time. Okay, so it can't have been used before. No. Oh yeah, but it has to be a little bit gross or silly. I think so for James Gunn. Yeah. Google Google grossest Marvel characters. So I've got I've got a list here. Okay. Um, who's the Who's the gold guy? Oh, Adam Warlock. Adam I Warlock that as well. Maybe there's but... a picture here of like literally Santa. Adam Warlock. I can see Adam Nova, Warlock being. I can see Adam Warlock being Surfer. brought in as like a. Clearly, Marvel didn't bite on Adam Warlock. Yeah. You know, at the end, it was it was it Guardians two. Yeah. Clearly, they didn't go. Oh, well, we need him for Endgame or whatever. Yeah. So maybe that that is a dead end. So maybe they do bring him back as like a Santa esque character, like I, a joke character. I think if we see Adam Warlock, we'll mm-hmm. probably see him in Guardians Three. Yeah. Uh, maybe this, but I think he's. I think he is planning on using Adam Warlock. Yeah, right, right, right. I think he also uh, Nova and also Silver Surfer. Okay. What if Silver Surfer's like, I don't have Christmas on my destroyed home world? And they're like, well, maybe you can have Christmas with the Guardians or whatever. And yeah. he's like, okay. He's like, oh, oh, oh woe, is, woe is me. Jesus. This the planet Zenla, he would say. Fucking guy. Right? And they're like, <laughs> oh, Christmas sucks now. Silver Surfer's here. Norrin Rad, more like Norrin not Rad at all. Got him. Not more like... Not poggers, they'd say. That's what okay, they'd I looked say. it up. Okay, poggers is a twitch emote typically used to express enthusiasm, enthrallment, or other sophisticated emotions of happiness and dopamine. That's oh, from a, sophisticated! That's from Urban Dictionary. Great. And there's like a there's like a frog. It's like a frog emoji. 
Oh, yeah. So maybe it doesn't have anything to do with pogs. Wow. What yeah. a world. It's always good when you're learning new things at an age where you shouldn't have to. <laughs> it's very true, right? <laughs> I don't want to learn anything, Mason. Mm. Didn't, we, didn't we learn enough? Yeah, I think we've learned Isn't enough. Isn't there enough learning happening already? We went to the, as established, <laughs> we went to the School of Hard Knocks. We went to the University of Life. Yep. Um, Claire went to that school, the University of the City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a country mouse or something. We've done enough. We've got enough wisdom to, to live out the rest of our days, all right? We don't need nothing else. Uh, the man thing would be good. In the, sure. I'm going to go with Santa. What's he doing in space, though, I wonder? I'm, doing, I'm going with Santa. Okay. Okay. THR reporting that Jake Gyllenhaal. May, may I ask just before we go to Jake Gyllenhaal? Sure. We're uh, going to cut to Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> Jake, can you hear us? Uh, I don't bathe or something. Was that him? I don't know. I'm at, I'm at, I'm at the desk because we remade that Icelandic movie or whatever where I'm a dispatcher. Oh, yeah, do you watch I'm that? Here. No, I haven't watched it yet. No. I would have watched it if I hadn't already watched the other one. There we go. Yeah. But anyway, go on. Um, if it's Santa, mm. is he alien Santa or is he robot Santa or is he magic Santa? Magic Santa. Okay. Magic Santa. Okay. What do you think? Uh, Why can't Santa exist in the Marvel that's Universe? That's a great question. Yeah. Anyway. THR reporting that Jake Gyllenhaal is set to star in Studio 8's upcoming comic book adaptation, Profit. P-R-O-P-H-E-T? P-R-O-P-H-E-T. Okay. Uh, with Sam Hargrave, who directed Extraction. Now, you might be like, who is Profit? I can't remember who Profit is. I'm going to tell you exactly. You're going to love oh, this. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Is, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, God. I'll give you a clue. I was thinking, initially I was thinking the guy that killed Spawn, but that wasn't Profit. That was... He was also he was priest or his bishop or something like that. That was Wallace and Gromit. It was both Wallace and Gromit <laughs> as a team. Yeah. Stuck him in a porridge machine. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever they do. Anyway, here you go. Jake Gyllenhaal will star as John Prophet. Does that help? Yes. I reckon he's like, is he a special forces guy maybe? Does he work in an op center of some kind? Probably does at some point. I, I've ne- I, I didn't know, so I would have just Does read- he have big shoulder pads? I'm going to look him yeah, up. Yeah, he looks ridiculous. Based on Rob Liefeld's comic book <laughs> published by Image Comics, John Prophet volunteers for a German experiment near the end of World oh, War German II. German experiments? Yeah, uh, in order to feed his family. After a bombing buries him alive and traps him underground for 20 years, oh my God. He, ar- he awakens in 1965 where things are not great. For John Prophet. The world has moved on without John Prophet. His daughter, uh, little John Prophet, resents him. (laughs) And KGB agents are after John Prophet to create super soldiers from the blood of John Prophet. How many times have you re-added the name John Prophet in there? It's, it's, I, I actually added, I took some out. Oh, yeah, okay, sure, sure, sure. It was mostly John Prophet. Wow. So do you like his purple costume? I love it. So (laughs) this is... This is oh, this is like the second Google image search. It is classic Rob Liefeld nineties yeah. of this character. He's got well, he's got a cape, which is a little bit unusual. But he's got two swords. He's got like one of those thigh belts. Mm-hmm. You can't see his feet. His feet is covered in rubble because, as we've mentioned, he can't. This is when he's coming out of the rubble. The yeah, bombing I guess put, it must be that put John Prophet in rubble. Yeah, yeah. He's got big shoulders. He's got like unnecessary, like just extra technical bits. There looks to be, and I've never read anything to do with profit, mm-hmm. but there looks to be like a a newer profit, like, and he's just a guy in like what looks like a Russian space suit or something. Is that the same character? Well, his image? Oh yeah, I guess so. So his haircut is way toned down, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just looks like an astronaut of some sort. I reckon that's probably the version they're going with. Yeah, unless 
Gyllenhaal's like, I am addicted to wearing stupid outfits with shoulder pads and capes now. Maybe After Mysterio, I've got to do it again. He might just be. I mean, look, I think also if you put aside the fact that this is a dumb character that probably everybody forgot about, there is a history of people taking Rob Liefeld ideas and then making them better. Yeah. Which is what Deadpool is essentially. That's true, yeah. yeah. And and uh, for people who don't know, he he used to write a uh, a series of comics called Supreme, mm-hmm. which is about a guy who's basically Superman. Yeah. And then he asked Alan Moore, famous comic writer of Watchmen and etc., to would you like to do a run on this? And he said, I'll do it, but I will throw out everything about this character besides the name. Yep. And I will start again. And that's a really good run. Mm. So, huh. it was it was he was engineered to serve the evil Philip Omen. Right, program with murderous instincts. Philip Omen. So it's a bit wow. Captain America, a bit Winter Soldier. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I, I know this is pre Winter Soldier, right? Uh, he was. Yeah, it would have been. He was yeah. created in ninety two. Well, there you go. Wow. Hmm. I guess this is as good as time to any to mention that this week on uh, Big Sandwich we are doing the Book Club. That's right. And we talk about the comic Absolute Carnage, which is a newer. Carnage, Venom, Spider-Man yeah. comic. But in the lead up to that, you do a really interesting run through. I felt I was enthralled <laughs> about uh, kind of the history of Image Comics and all like the extreme characters from the nineties yeah. that, that led to the creation of like the symbiote wars. And by that, I mean I named a bunch of them. You named so a, many things. I, I, yeah. So that's linked below. People don't want to check it out. It's nine bucks a month. There's a huge back catalogue of movie commentaries and whatever. There's also Daredevil commentary we did recently. Mm. Anyway, John Prophet. I think there's enough things going on here for this because it could be good. James. It does feel very Winter Soldiery. Like yeah. he gets he gets taken out of stasis in World War Two. Uh, sorry, put in stasis after World War Two, and then he gets taken out of stasis in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he was the basis of the Winter Soldier for real. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Despite his enhanced DNA and ability to communicate in all languages, Prophet was described as very childlike by Platt. I don't know who Platt is. He doesn't know the social workings of the world that most of us take for granted. He can't hail a cab and he eats ice cream too fast and gets a headache. Great. This feels like like a, like a woman in a rom-com who can't get anything right. <laughs> She's I'm, I'm working in the big city, but I've just dropped all my I've just I've just dropped all my I've dropped my briefcase and everything's flown out. And I've got an ice cream headache. You're not gonna believe this, but I'm unlucky in love and I met this very rude, handsome man. Mm. Oh, this has just really put a crinkle in my already already bad day, you know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I stepped in the mud. And I stepped in the mud. Mm. Man. In other media. <laughs> Ooh, in 1995, TriStar Pictures acquired the film rights to profit. A live-action film was planned with Rob Liefeld as a producer, but the project did not proceed beyond pre-production. That would have been absolute dog shit. Oh, yeah. And he would have looked like yeah. the, the purple suit with the cape. I mean, that part I would have liked. Oh, yeah, definitely. It'd be fun to look back on it now. Yeah, definitely. Would that have been... Would that, when did Spawn... That was Spawn came out in 98, right? Think. Something like Let that. Okay, wow. Yeah. Oh, that would have fit, fit right in. Imagine if we had, like, an unrelated image... Yeah. Unrelated image comics... Cinematic universe at this point. <gasps> Just big capes and chains and thigh belts. and I think it's now as good a time as any. Yeah. So you know Spawn is coming back with Jamie Foxx, right? Yes. And I think um, Todd McFarlane's directing it. Oh. As far as I'm aware. Has he directed anything? Yeah, he directed a – we do this every time. He directed a corn video. Okay, of course. We've done this, uh, we've yeah. done this bit. Yeah. It's a bit we're doing. And by bit it's... I mean we Google a thing and then go, oh, yeah, we already did this. Okay, great. All right, Terrific. can we move on from Profits? <laughs> Yes, we can. Great. Here we go. Oh, this is more. This is even more profity, though. This is even more 90s. It doesn't even look, look like the same person. It doesn't even look like profit, but he doesn't have the cape, but he does have the weird head mask hang, situation. Hang on a sec. And he's got so many guns. Ollie, stop backing. Stop backing so much. 
How does Gyllenhaal... Jake Gyllenhaal, you Why mean? does he want to be prof... Well, not Maggie Gyllenhaal. Honey. And he can, yeah, be, an, yes. he can be an action man. Yeah, I guess that's He can be an action true. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was yeah. in an interview this week and he's like, I had to pretend to have sex with Jennifer Aniston in 2002 and I kept getting a boner or whatever. Did you see that? He did say that, yes. Yeah. Did he say, I kept getting a boner or whatever? I kept getting a boner or whatever happens. Whatever happened? I don't understand. <laughs> I've never looked down. I don't know how it works. Anyway, I like him. Yeah, I like him too. And, uh... And to, unless he gets cancelled, in which case I don't like him. And we never we'll, liked him. We never sometimes liked him. we'll be like, we like this person and then a thing happens and then we have to go back and be like, actually, we don't like that. Yeah. But I think if something terrible happens, just assume that we've uh, our position has shifted somewhat. We've already disavowed him, yeah. <laughs> and, and as previously mentioned, we never liked him. So... <laughs> Uh, Expendables 4 has begun production. Yes. Uh, there's one photo of Statham and Stallone together. Which you saw and thought, is oh, this an old photo? Is this an old photo? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, no, it's a new photo. Now, I couldn't remember whether he had his little goatee. Uh-huh. What's Who are we talking about? Stallone. Yeah. Do you remember? No. How, how would I know? <laughs> Let me check the cast because I think I remember, like a lot of the people aren't coming back. And there was also imagery but of... everybody's coming back is coming back with a goatee. <laughs> Actually, no, there's some... Like, Dolph Lundgren is back. Mm-hmm. Randy Couture is back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Jaa is back. Anthony Band... Antonio... Anthony Banderas. Antonio <laughs> That's Banderas. That's what we call... We call him Tony Banderas. <laughs> hey, Tony B! Tony B, what are you doing? Uh, and also Megan Fox is uh, joining the cast and as she's well. Got a, she's got a goatee. She's got a Megan Fox goatee. Mm-hmm. You know what I did watch the other day? What's that? Uh, me, Jennifer's Body. Oh yeah, it's sure, like sure, sure. now like a cult horror movie. Is it any movie. good? I don't think it's I've ever seen it. It's pretty fun. Yeah, it's okay, like great. a silly kind of horror movie. It's, oh. That's far from terrible. Because at the time it was like much maligned, but watching it, it's like no, this definitely has some like a charm to and it. And we always thought that. No, not me. Okay, <laughs> I'd never seen it, so I didn't have an opinion on it. Mm. Mm. Anyway, are you excitable? Are you excitable for? I'm exp- very excitable generally <laughs> for Expendables. <laughs> for and does he? Can have, that be their tagline now? Does he have? Does he have the little? Go to or not, Mason? I don't know. Let me check. For a while, that was the epitome of cool, but maybe it's not the epitome of cool anymore. Was it though? I don't know. There we go. All Stallone. That's what I'm looking at. I saw a trailer for something this week. Oh wow, good for it you. It was a Josh Dumel movie. He's sort of got. He's got some scruff, but okay, uh, right, right, anyway, right. Josh Dumel. Yeah, it was. A, it's like it, it was a movie like Tag. It's like there's these buddies, oh, these buddy bu- games, buddy games. There we go. Yeah. It's like there are these buddies, and they've always been doing buddy games. But what's gonna? And there didn't appear to be a plot of any kind in there. Yeah, it's basically like, like Olympics for like, but it's like yeah. Very but at least Tag, you go okay. There's one guy who's never been tagged. And the plot is, do we tag the guy at his wedding or whatever it is? This was just a series of completely unconnected scenes. But yeah. just, just dudes shooting each other with arrows or whatever. And I'm like, that's fine. But I at don't, least tell me what's going to happen. Apparently it. it's not good. Okay. But then again, maybe it's like Megan Fox's Jennifer's Body. Hmm. It's got 16% on Rotten Tomatoes. But don't listen to Rotten Tomatoes. Make mm. up your own opinion. Waste your time with this obviously terrible movie. What the <laughs> fuck do I care? Um. Anyway... You're talking just to me, or I don't know. I wasn't talking to you in particular, but you know what? If you think I am, I am. All right. Whoa! Never felt so seen. (laughs) Trailers, ahoy, Mason! (laughs) Oh, we should get that guy to do it. Oh yeah. (laughs) We shouldn't have got this guy in. We should have got a healthier man. Too late. He's he's in. I think he's got the Rona. He's in the room. He's in the room, and we paid him a hundred thousand dollars. Did we? Yeah. Out of my money or your money? Not out of your money. (sighs) You just said spend what you needed, and I'm like, all right. 
I just I said, do you want a hundred thousand dollars? And he's like, sure. I'm pretty sure. I mean, what he said was like, hey, it's ridiculous because you went to the chip shop and I said, can you just get me a coke? Yeah, yeah. And you were like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, just spend whatever. I'll pay you back. Mm-hmm. And then you bought back this man for a hundred thousand dollars, which yeah, is yeah. not what I asked for. Yeah, yeah, but he but he bought the coke, so <laughs> it's free. So it's a good, it's actually a good deal. Anyway, let's let him do his thing. I don't like you. <laughs> I, I don't like you, Mason. <laughs> I'm double vaxxed, but I'm still uncomfortable with him being here. It's not 100%, Mason. You right. know that. I do know that. Um, anyway, trailers ahoy. <laughs> um, we'll do, let's do House of the Dragon first. Okay. Game of Thrones spin-off. Mm-hmm. Um, look, nobody was really on board with Game of Thrones by the end. I shouldn't say nobody. I'm sure somebody was. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's been enough time and I was, like, exhausted. And I'm like, I don't want a prequel. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> I don't want to think about Game of Thrones. It's it monopolized too much of our lives for too long. It really did. And quite frankly, the, the, tw- the you know, the, the Twitter the Twitter conversation. The discourse. The discourse. I'm sick of it. Mm. And I saw this and I went, oh, yeah, all right. Give it another go. <laughs> give it another crack. Yeah. And he's got that white hair that we like. Do you think I'm going to be seeing many of dragons? Yes, yeah. that's true. Mm. So there you go. Now, the problem with prequels are. Mm-hmm. You know where everything's going to end. Yeah. But I guess this being 200 years in the past. Yeah. There's a bit of room there. We got room. I don't have anything else to say other than. Looks so like they put some money into it. Sure did did you see yeah. also they renewed Foundation? Oh, for season two. I've heard it's not great. To... Haven't seen it yet, so I, don't, I couldn't uh, say Yeah, it. me neither. I'll get around <laughs> to it at some point. Yeah. So they, I think they had to renew it because they're just like, we spent a hundred fucking million dollars on this. So we're doubling down. Mm-hmm. But you know what? The best time, Mason, to get out of any investment, you know, this or any, you know, no, it's the sunk cost fallacy. Sure is. That's the thing I'm saying. We both went to university. We're aware. Different universities, different mm. skills, obviously. Yes. Except for that time we did go to the same university yes, for yes, a yes, time. Yes, yes, but, School of Hard Knocks. Yes. But, yeah, it's, it's just you just get out. Mm. If it's like if you can't dig yourself out of it. I reckon you, maybe they should have quit before they spent the first $100 million. <laughs> really? That's interesting. No, I don't know. That's interesting. I and mean, it's not my money. I don't give a and shit. And I'm watching it for free, so. Yeah. And it, and it could get better as well. Mm. And you know, and That's also true. I haven't seen it, so yeah. maybe it's amazing. Also, the book, at least the first one or two that I have read, it's a lot of talking. So mm. if they've if they've brought it, unless it's just them in a room talking, well, if apparently they've, they've it's, done more. it's pretty different okay. from the books. And I also saw some comments that well, like they should have done the prequels because that's more kind of an epic kind of build up and whatever, okay. and then led up to whatever. And I'm like, maybe I don't, I don't know, I don't know if to read any of this. <laughs> anyway, mm-hmm. the other trailer we got. Was Resident Evil fine? We'll just do the games. Are you happy? Yeah. We're just gonna do. Forget Alice. Forget. I mean, we'll kick some dogs. Wentworth Miller. We'll kick some dogs. Obviously, (laughs) you can't have a Resident Evil franchise without us kicking dogs. Someone kicking a dog in the side of the head. We will not bend on kicking or shooting a dog. Yeah. And you're so, going to have to deal with that. Mm, That's the Resident Evil universe. That's the Resident Evil promise. So this is everything. They from, guarantee. That's right. Is there one set in a swamp? Sort of four. I mean, Any, maybe there's probably a mutant crocodile. So yeah, 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 yeah. I've, I've done that before. So it's just all the things that you remember from the early games, in particular yeah. the first one. There's the mansion. There's the Raccoon City. There's that truck crash. Do you remember the truck crash from yeah. one of the games? Is two set at the same time as one? There is definitely there is definitely a. Two games that are set at the same time, mm, but they might. And you be play spin-offs. from different perspectives. Yeah, uh, but I don't know which one, which is which. Mm. Maybe it's two and three. Yeah, you know what is interesting about Resident Evil Four, which they're apparently remaking. Okay, you can play through the whole game, and then you can play through it again with the Ada Wong character, and it gives you just a different story. Like you do the same levels. Okay, but you're following Leon Kennedy, oh. and you just do. Which ones canon then? Both. They're the same. Oh, I see. Because they have, because then you hit the same cutscenes of mm-hmm. like when you 
crossover. Oh, I see what you're saying. Whatever. Okay, right, right, yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, it's good. I used to I like play it. that game a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I played it again when they released it on Switch. And then I'm going to play it again when they remake it. Great. It comes out. And then I'm going to stop playing it, I think, after that, I reckon. Oh, there's also a VR version, but I'm probably not going to play that one. Okay, great. Fucking good game, though. Just remember, like, constantly being surprised how much that, like, shifts. If you can get past the tank controls and you can't move and shoot at the same time, you're going to have an absolute <laughs> delightful time experience. Well, let me know. Let me tell you in advance, I cannot get past the tank controls. Okay. Not, not did you fan. play five then? They're a little less tanky. I think we played five. Oh, we did for a bit. We fought that big bat together. Yeah, yeah. And then we played the video game. Yes! <laughs> you were ready to go. I can see you. You were gearing up for that. Yeah. You, you seem like you're proud of me, though. Yeah, you did really well there. That was good. That was good. We went to the University of Life together. To <laughs> well, we that, that big bat. We fought that big bat. <laughs> anyway, this is why the playlist. Joaquin Phoenix was asked about the Joker 2, yeah. and he said, I mean, I don't know. From when we started shooting, we started to, you know, uh, this is an interesting guy. There are some things we could do with this guy and could explore further. But as to whether we actually will, I don't know. Great stuff. I think they would definitely do it. If he wants to do it, mm. if they can get him to do it. Yeah they'd probably already have started filming this. <laughs> That's know? true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think they, that I'd made a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was like, for me, it was like my anthem. It spoke to me directly <laughs> sure, yeah. as a man. Uh-huh, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm, yeah. Everything that I am was reflected yeah. in this movie. I remember we watched it and you stood up the entire time. You had mm. your hand on your heart. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Just drinking it all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. You said afterwards your land was girt by Joker. <laughs> That's what I said. said. Yeah. For those who don't know, um, it's just a thing just you a say. thing that you say in Australia sometimes for some reason. <laughs> it's fucking country. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, would you – do you think that people would completely lose interest if they couldn't get Joaquin Phoenix, they got a different guy to Joker it? I don't think it would be a complete lack of interest. I think, if, for example, if you did get like a Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. or somebody of that caliber. Yes. But you wouldn't want to do like, for lack of a better example, things as I, um, Mason just watched The Mask before we started recording this. You wouldn't want to do Jim Carrey to Jamie Kennedy, that kind of leap. Yeah. That makes sense. Yes. What I'm saying is they should get Jim Carrey or Jamie Kennedy for Joker 2. Yes. Second Joker. You could always do like a bet. You could set it in the world, have a small Joaquin Phoenix cameo, and have another Joker. That's true. He's, he's been inspired by the yeah. previous Joker. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just each one. It's like the, the Crow. Everyone just. It's takes like it. they haven't done. It's not like they haven't done multiple Jokers before. Yeah. They did it in the comics. They did it in Gotham. Yep. Uh, they could do it in this. Sometimes Batman will look at his computer and, and his computer will say three Jokers, and Batman will be <laughs> like, "How oh, is that possible that there are three Jokers?" Oh, well, it's detective. How did I not? Remember that I installed this three Joker screensaver. What's going on? <laughs> no, he's oh wait, he's, he's just toasters. Never mind. <laughs> but toasters is a screensaver. I do remember that. Yeah. God, I just like the one with the space. To be honest, flying through space. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. my favorite screensaver. Yeah. Anyway, mine was the Matrix screensaver. <sighs> now, did it go to black and then the text started dropping, or did the text started dropping before? Went to black. Went to black. Get fucked. I mean, the that. version that I had did that. Maybe there should be a better version. If there is one, please let us know. But I'd like one where, like, <laughs> the screen starts to warp into the yeah, matrix. Yeah, okay, whatever. right. I don't think the technology was available back back then. Then don't that. do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> wow. Just don't do it. Wow. Fuck. Are you saying you would rather live in a world where there was never a matrix code screen save? Yes, Mason. Wow. Do it properly, or stay stay in bed. Um, is something. Last bit of news. That's your, that's your, fa- that's your family motto, I <laughs> yes, think. Yes, that's right. 
DC Fandom has a trailer for next week. Yeah. It uh, teases and confirms a couple of things. For one, we are getting a The Batman trailer. There were hints at Shazam, Black Adam. Uh, we see, did you see the Hawkman silver helmet? Yes. Uh, there was some the Flash stuff, both both televisual and movie. And there was many stars of the many DC upcoming TV shows and movies. Yeah, promoting this, many of whom were had different levels of enthusiasm for what they were asked to do. Do you? Okay, I'm going to do something now. Pattinson, that I, not so much. <laughs> if I had to guess, here's something I want to do right now. Okay. Look, I wasn't going to do it. Yes, I wasn't planning to do it. But let, I got an email from. DC Fandom in really? particular, right? And I didn't consult you on this. I okay. just shot down the idea. Uh-oh. So let's just see how we go. Hang on. Let's bring it up. Do you want to have a sickly man in the room? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to pay him $100,000. Okay. So the idea was Warner Brothers would love to – I'm just going to go through this. All right. Warner Brothers would love to partner with you uh, with you on your YouTube channel for the DC Fandom campaign this year. Okay. Here's a quick snapshot of the campaign. Okay. Social posting window, so I got to do a, a number of social posts leading up, okay. including two in-feed posts or channel previews, three Instagram stories, as in two frames or more, six frames in total. Let me stop you there. I'm already exhausted. <laughs> I'm glad you turned this down. <laughs> this isn't it. It's no, not... I, fi- I figured it wouldn't be. I knew it wouldn't be, but continue. All right. Amplification of the DC Fandom Twitter posts with retweets or, or, or key announcements begins October 4th. And uh, most importantly of all, a three-hour consecutive live stream of DC Fandom Watch Party. Wow. Which we could have done together. Um, now, I turned this down. Mm-hmm. For one, it, like, it was a substantial amount of money, but I'm like, this isn't enough money. Okay. And I've got my kids at home because of homeschooling. and or Even though it is a weekend, it's just I've never live streamed. And I'm just yeah, like, I'd, just, just I'd a, have to figure it all out. It's true. And I'm reposting fandom tweets and whatever. The, and the I, first 20 minutes we wouldn't have done the mics properly. Yeah. We would have been silent. And we'd be, there'd be a lot, lot of us laughing at each other's jokes then a lot of comments underneath being like, we can't hear you. Yeah. And the other thing is like, I, I love DC fandom. Like genuinely, I think it's great, but I still like don't want to do this. Anyway, there's more. Announcement <laughs> post. These are the creative directions. Uh, this post is meant to inform your audience of your participation in the live streaming of DC Fandom. Get creative on how you announce your partnership with a <laughs> cosplay slash makeup transformation <laughs> into your favorite DC character. Show it off. Uh, show off your massive Superman collection. I don't have that. Uh, <laughs> transform your car into the, into the Batmobile. No. No. What are you talking okay, about? Okay, what? No. Set up your living room into the ultimate DC fandom watch party environment. Remember that the goal is to get your viewers excited to participate in DC fandom and encourage them to register at dcfandom.com and tune in for the watch party, your watch party. Why would you watch me when you could watch the real, the, the, the real thing? The, would we have to do picture in picture? Yeah, like you watch me talk over – is that what you want, the Batman trailer? Do you want me to interrupt Kevin Smith to talk about the <laughs> yeah. Batman trailer? Uh, anyway, themed pre-party. Please feature any DC... Th- do you want me to still do this? No, continue. <laughs> Please. This madness goes deep. This is too much. Oftentimes people are like, these bloody influencers, they don't do any bloody work, do they? They just go on the bloody... They're on the Twitch or they're on the whatever. This is a lot. This is an unusual amount of things, yeah, though, right. probably. And often when I get something this complicated, I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> Never. Please feature any DC-themed environments, backgrounds. Don't have that. Don't have that. Uh, no. Dress in a cosplay. Don't have that. Wear a DC-branded merch to your watch party. I don't have that. 
I know I've got a Superman T-shirt, I think, somewhere that yeah, I right, sometimes right. sleep in, but nobody wants to see that. <laughs> it's got holes in it. It's yeah. got baby sick on it. <laughs> Get your viewers excited about the experience you're about to explore together. Uh, example, what are you most excited about? Or who dressed up as Wonder Woman today? Tweet me a pic and tag hashtag DC Fandome. Great. That's... Live stream starts 10 a.m. PT. Influencers will co-stream the live feed from Twitch, Facebook, or YouTube. Viewers will share their real-time reactions via chat hosted on the influencers stream. Influencers will be armed with relevant talking points slash call-outs to further drive engagement. For example, we just got to see a BTS look at Batman. How BTS cool- is in the Batman? <laughs> no, Mason. As in behind Breaking the, the silence, <laughs> Korean pop band? I think that's what it stands for. That's what it means. I'm not sure. We just got to see a BTS behind the scenes. Look at Batman. How cool. Go post your reaction and tag me at DC Fandom so I can see it. I would love to watch all of these just to know. Like, I would just love to watch the, the Batman trailer reveal segment just to see how many influencers go. That was so cool. <laughs> Hashtag me in your favorite Wonder Woman costume. At DC. Um, exclusivity, you'll be restricted from posting any other paid promotion during... No third-party well, brand. We want to. We want to. We want to promote. You know, manscaped. That's during, right. Yeah. During this third-party branding, you will be responsible for your own wardrobe. Outrageous. Also, that I want that. Uh, your wardrobe shall not include any recognizable logos, logos, brand names, trademarks, images, except if they're approved. So by you're Warner saying Brothers. they're not, they're not going to send us any Joaquin Phoenix Joker <laughs> big underpants that we could wear. <laughs> We're going to supply our own big underpants? This is an outrage. Uh, they also must, uh, one of us review, and the company, I won't name the company, uh, must review all the content outlines before it's published. All your content must uh, be disclosed in the social media guidelines. Something. You do not monetize your live stream or receive donations. Do not use music in the content or live streams other than music than within DC Fandom. Or Gary Glitter. Or Gary. Yes, that's right. <laughs> use unapproved imagery stills, et cetera. Do not wear or show in the background third-party logos um, and et cetera. So that's essentially it. And I just looked at that and went, wow. Just that, James? Just that. That's all, that's all, is it? (laughs) Easy peasy. If we gathered up like all our DC memorabilia, we'd have like two (laughs) T-shirts. It would look bad. And I don't think I even have like a Batman action figure or anything. Uh, My son does, actually. Okay, so we'll. Yeah, I need to borrow this. Yeah, so it's just both of us on a couch and there's a, a single Batman figurine behind us. <laughs> well, anyway, I, I did have one idea and I was never going to do it, but my idea was that the background is that weird empty void they used the last year. And we're like, oh, yeah. look, we're in the empty void from t- DC Fandom 2020. Oh. <laughs> we hate it in here. But yeah. I feel like they wouldn't let me they do that. They wouldn't like that, no, no. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's often you'll get something like that but from something you hate. It's yeah, like right. League of Legends or whatever, and you have to do this, 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 this. And I'm like, all of this is a contingent that you think I would want anything to do with this absolute fucking dreck mm. you have sent over. To this, to its credit, like, I am excited for DC Fandom. Yeah. We are going to be covering it, like, ex- extensively next week. There's going to be, like, multiple trailer breakdowns and whatever. And I'm pretty sure also I can make more money doing that than this, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> we should have done, like, a, we should have done, like, a, like, a, a makeup live stream, and then, and then it's it's done. We get some professionals in, and then when it's finished, it's like we're Jimmy Olsen. We're, we're the two Jimmy Olsons from Lois and Clark, the the new adventures of Superman. It was just two guys. Oh my! My other idea was that we both dress as Burt Ward Robin. <laughs> That's really good. That's good in the DC twenty twenty. Yeah, void. 
Nice. <laughs> so we're both like, neither of us are Batman. Yeah, that's good. We're both 1960s Robin. That's nice. But then, like, I need it in a week. Like, I can't. We, we can't what get, am, we what can... am I going to do? I can't do any of this. No. Turn my car into the Batmobile. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. What do you mean? You know, when you know when uh, Batman built a, sen- uh, a sensible SUV, you know? <laughs> He's got to put the Bat family in it. Uh, anyway, uh, and I, I, but I said, like, I appreciate, I, like, I appreciate you thinking of me. Because yeah. I do, but I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'm just not able to. And they said, we'll give you $10,000 if you just read out it what we sent you. It wasn't $10,000. No, but they're just like, we'll give you $10,000 if, if you just read out the thing we sent you and make fun of it on live on a podcast. That'll <laughs> oh, yeah, do. No problem. We'll take it. That counts as promotion. We'll take it. We'll give you more money. Uh, just let us give you money. I think also we, we are already doing more promotion. For it. You yeah, know what I mean? It's free, like, essentially. It's free yeah. anyway. Yeah. So anyway, whatever. Anyway, James Bond is out this But we shall not dress up for it. <laughs> no. Unless we're both Robin. Unless which I think Robin. is a solid that's, idea. That's a solid that's a funny bit, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh or we just could a, be on that just a bearded Robin. What if we're both Robin and it's on that when they're running down the street and that's the oh, background? Just constantly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or or the the you know when the wall. hanging on hanging on the wall, yeah. And there's just like a Vincent Price coming out the window being like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway. Um... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh, this piece of mother Or... Sales. I definitely prefer... Don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, But migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will. Because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow, and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet, 
all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Shopify.com slash weeklyplanet. Cha-ching sound effects. Unfortunately, because Mason is such a big fan of the sponsor this week, I'm going to have to do this ad all by myself, but he does have some talking points, which I will be adding. He just gets overwhelmed when talking about movement watches. And if you want to know how they started, I can tell you that because in a tiny apartment in Southern California, two college dropouts teamed up to create a watch company that broke all of the rules. With fair prices, unexpected colors, and clean original designs, Movement grew into one of the fastest growing watch brands, shipping to over 160 countries across the globe. Now Movement has expanded into blue light glasses that protect your eyes from your screens, minimalist jewelry, and more style essentials that don't break the bank, all designed out of their California headquarters. Now, Mason wanted me to mention in particular the Field Nomad. The thing about the Field Nomad is it is movement's best-selling men's adventure watch. And now it's been reimagined as a warm, seasonal essential with beige gold metal, with rich espresso brown and natural leather. Mason also wanted me to say, and I'll read this message verbatim, tell them I like this one because it's rugged and handsome, and then all capitals, just like me. And I can certainly agree that one of those things is that thing, the watch in in particular. Movement watches also have the look and quality of a $400 to $500 watch. You know, something you'd pay for at a department store, but cost a fraction of the price because they were built online and own their process from start to finish. So you'll get a beautiful watch shipped right to your door for free. And if you don't love it, you can ship it right back for free. It's also worth mentioning that I spend a lot of my day in front of a computer or a screen. You might be the same. And the Everscroll blue light filtering glasses are an absolute game changer. It certainly helps with my eye strain and poor sleeping patterns. Also, I've got a bunch of pairs because I love the modern style of their frames. So if you want to elevate your look with style that doesn't break the bank, then join the movement and get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mvmt.com slash weeklyplanet. Again, that's mvmt.com slash weekly planet. James Bond is out the world over now. Yep. We haven't seen Not it. here though. No. Nah. It's uh, coming out maybe October, end of I think October November or something. 11th November. Or something? something like that. Can't yeah. remember. Hopefully we'll get we'll be out of lockdown in a couple of weeks. That's the plan, but who knows? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. So what we've done, we found this uh this listicle at Den of Geek of the 25 top secret agents in movie history. Yeah. Here we go. Uh we haven't read the top ten yet, have we, Mason? No. And also, but, this is from this list is from 2018. Also. Yes. So no, can't think of anyone who's debuted as a spy. Chris Hemsworth, extraction. Atomic Blonde. Oh, yeah, was that since? I can't then? remember. I reckon that I reckon that was like 2019. I'm gonna look it up. Well, like James Blonde, am I right, everyone? <laughs> nice. Got it. Nice. I swear to God, if John Wick's no, on Atomic this Blonde list. came out in 2017. Okay, so, so it might be on okay. Here. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say ahead of time, if she's not on this list, we riot. What do you think John Wick will be on here? Because it seems some of these are a bit like, <laughs> is that a secret agent? Okay. Just looking Okay, through. if Atomic Blonde is not on here, but John Wick is on here, yeah. we riot. Okay, fair enough. All right. We put on our Burt Ward Robin <laughs> costumes and we charge down the street and we smash our parking meters and stuff. <laughs> we smash them for all the coins. We've earned it, James. All right, let's start off at number 25. What do we got? Other people that I'll also be mad. No, I'll save it. Okay. I had one from earlier that I'll be mad if it's not on the list. Okay, cool. Okay. Bit of sizzle. Uh, number 25, what do we got? Number 25, we have Jimmy Tong, 
who is Jackie Chan from the movie The Tuxedo. Surely he's played a spy in another thing. <laughs> he must have done. Come on. Right? I mean, I haven't seen The Tuxedo, but the idea is that The Tuxedo was technology. Yeah. And uh, and he can do various martial arts, right? Mm-hmm. That's I'm gonna, right. I'm just going to type in Jackie Chan spy. Okay. Because he's probably been a spy in another thing. I bet he's thing. been a spy in a better The spy movie. next door? He was in. He was in the spy next door. Yeah, I mean, and it, oh, come on, wasn't he also in that movie recently where he's like, oh, my, uh, they've kidnapped my daughter or something? Kidnap my daughter or something? Yeah, if you could. No, it's they've kidnapped my daughter or something. Oh, okay. but isn't he in that one? It's him and like another famous guy who you'd never think would would work together in a movie. Is it like Pierce Brosnan or something? Something that like one? that. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. One of them's a spy. Is it called like the International or something like something that? Something like but that. It's not called that. Yes. Maybe? The, That's right. it's, the immigrant, it's called like the immigrant or something yeah. like that. Let me check. Okay. Jackie Chan, Pierce Brosnan, the foreigner. There we, there go. we go. 2017, they could have put it in. Could have put it in. Yeah. But wait, is he a spitter either of the <laughs> I don't know. That? Let me check. Also, every entry is going to be like this, by the yeah. way. So we're not going to discuss. Okay, so at- he is a, a widowed former Vietnam Special Operations Forces soldier. Does that count? I don't think so, no. Okay. Wait, Jackie Chan is. I guess. Not Pierce Brosnan. That's his character okay. in, in this. Is this a good movie? Let me check. Box office, uh, 66 Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Anyway, the tuxedo, uh, what? Next up we have at number 24, Derek Flint from Our Man Flint. I actually like the Flint movies. I think they're pretty good. So these are like Austin Powers. Well, they mentioned in Austin Powers, aren't That's they? That's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's a just a it's a James Bond spoof, right? Yeah, it's Our Man Flint and it's in like Flint, I think is in the other yeah. one. Uh, but yeah, it's like it's sort of like Austin Powers or it's sort of like it's sort of like Bond turned up to the eleven uh, turned up to eleven. It's kind of <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. So it's like Roger Moore Bond. Yeah, it's like Roger Moore Bond, but but even Before. more so. Yeah, it's it's yeah. kind of you know. Uh, he's also um, he's coaxed out of retirement because a superior agent isn't available. Who's triple O eight? Okay, so he's uh, <laughs> unflappable, flirty, and handy with a karate chop. It's also James Coburn, who I quite like. Right, that's a good choice. I think so. Let's get a up. worthy number twenty four. Sure, unless Atomic Blonde isn't on here, in which case. Get out. I say more like James Blonde. Nice. Number 23. Oh, it's a double up. It's a double up. It's a double feature of a movie that wasn't good enough to get a sequel and now can't get a sequel because of cannibalism, potentially. (laughs) I was going to say, I was was like, who who of this cast probably wouldn't come back? And I'm like, oh, yeah, because of the cannibalism. All right. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't think he's ever cannibalized anybody. I didn't say that. I said allegedly. That's what I'm saying. I'm clearing up what you're saying. Anyway, The Man from Uncle, mm-hmm. which starred um, Army Hammer and Superman. Mm. And it's Napoleon Solo and Ilya Kuryakin. That's right. Is that how you say it? Yes. Perfect. I think this movie has a certain charm to it. Yeah, I know you always say that, but then yeah. oh, you've also said that you tried to watch it again. You couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. But then I but then, James, I tried again and I successfully watched it. And? So so who's I like the bit where he's eating the sandwich. I was, that's a, a bit of a highlight. One of the um Army Hammers being uh mm. somebody's trying to murder him in a boat chase or whatever, and then yeah. and Solo's just uh, eating a sandwich. Just eating a sandwich. It's a, a waste of a setting and cast. Right. And, like they get the era like Perfect, mm. and it's just a fucking nothing movie. Yeah, fair enough. In my opinion. Okay. Well, see, this could if this had kicked off, what probably would have happened is that they would have fast tracked Bond is in the sixties again. I reckon. Yeah. If this was really absolutely killer, if this was yeah, but I think also now if they do do Bond in the do if they do 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 uh, Bond in the sixties, please <laughs> to stop myself twice, Mason. Mm-hmm. 
Um, they, they can credit themselves for it. That's true. They could be like, no, we thought of this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, it is one of those movies where at the end it's like, you thought we actually, you thought you were going to, the terrorists were going to win, but actually we several already, hours ago we fixed this, yeah. we solved the problem. This movie right? actually finished before it started. <laughs> you shouldn't even be in the no, Why do you even bother? <laughs> uh, what else we got? Number 22. Phil Coulson. From, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Is he a spy? There's a lot of the, we. <laughs> He is in, a secret agent. He's in Shield. Yeah. Let me let me look, go up to the top of this again. Top twenty five secret agents in movie history. Yeah. I mean, operatives, spies, moles, infiltrators, secret agents go by many names. The following list also proves secret agents can come in many forms. Some are trained for the life of spies, but many have them have the world of espionage and imminent death thrust upon them. Uh, plenty of famous names. Great mm-hmm. secret agents from cinema history who we think deserve their own brief moment in the spotlight. Okay. Okay. I would argue he's not particularly secret. No. Because he keeps introducing himself as Phil Coulson from S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, that's he's true. He's like, hello, local law enforcement. It's me, Phil Coulson I'm from, from a S.H.I.E.L.D. secret organization or whatever. But he gets more secret, doesn't he? In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he's quite secret at most, yeah. most points, yeah. There you go. Okay. Yeah, look, let's put him in there. And you love Clark Gregg or Greg Clark. Whatever he, his name is. Mm, whatever he, he ends up yeah. deciding on. Oh, 21. He's a good one. Yeah, this is a good one. Do you think... This should be higher. Before we before we say who this is, do you think this should have gotten a sequel or a franchise or multiple movies, or do you think this is I perfect think, the way I it is? I think they are going to do a show, or there's been talk of. With, I think with the with this guy. No, I think no, it's recast. different people. But okay. um, the the ship has sailed on this. Yes, unless you put him in the Charlton Heston role. Anyway, yeah. what are we talking about? We're talking about uh, Harry Tasker as portrayed by Arnold Schwarzenegger in True Lies. Yeah. Now, look, I also know that True Lies has like a lot of problematic and outdated views on, like, the Middle East and sure. things like that in it. But at the same time, we haven't seen it in years. Yeah, so. no, well, that's also true. But it's, like, it's it's a fun, silly movie. And is- Arnold is, like, he's not I, – I think I talked about this with on uh, Total Reboot, mm-hmm. uh, with, which is a podcast you also did when I talked about The Terminator. But every time James Cameron uses Arnold, he knows exactly what to do with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is the last time Arnold was, like – in a perfect action movie. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm not saying he hasn't done good stuff since because mm-hmm. he's been in some pretty good stuff. Yeah. But this role, yeah. I think this is this is the pinnacle of him as a movie star. Yeah, and it's also, it's perfectly pitched as this guy who is just a, a, just a wall of muscle. Yeah. But also he's a computer salesman. Like that's his, yeah. that's his cover story. But he's also like I. I just think that's just the funny. It's a funny bit, and it never it never falls into like well, I can't enjoy this movie because it doesn't make any sense. Well, of course it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Um, on the topic of the series, there's it's been rumored for years. In February of 2021, CBS announced a pilot order and a second attempt at a True Lies adaptation. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. James Cameron, uh, director of the film, will be executive produce. Uh, blah blah blah. McGee is set to direct the pilot. McGee. Yeah, and um. CBS moved the pilot off cycle to give the series producers more time to film the pilot later in the year. And that's the last we have heard of it. It has to tie in. Could, I mean, Tom Arnold would definitely do it because he always brings it up. He's always like, we're doing true lies yeah, too. True, yeah. and it's like, you're not. We're doing calling true it two lies. We're calling it too many true lies too. <laughs> I don't think they could do it again. I don't think they could nail this any of that again. This is an excessive number of true lies yeah. happening right now is the line from the movie. But they couldn't nail it now, right? I don't think so. Oh, would Cameron? Would he? He might. Does he executive produce? Yeah, he did. Like, he does. He produces like all the Terminator movies. I guess mostly, that's true, yeah. bits and pieces. True lies. Uh, next up, I haven't seen this movie. I have seen it. Mallory Kane from the is, movie Haywire. Yeah, Gina yeah. Carano uh, famously left Star Wars to 
make action movies for the Daily Wire or something. <laughs> so is that, famously, <laughs> famously had decided to make the decision between being an ongoing character in Star Wars forever yep. and making social media posts, and she chose the latter. Hey, everyone's everyone picks make, their line. You got to pick your lane, and good for her for being a hero, is what I say. <laughs> Haywire is good though, isn't I it? I like Haywire a lot. It's got Channing Tatum Th- in it. Isn't she dubbed in it? I don't know. Okay, let me check. <laughs> I think when I, because this came out in 2011, I think, and when this came out, I think I probably had like a standard definition TV or I was watching it on a laptop or something like that. So I probably wouldn't have noticed if it was dubbed. Yeah, here we go. Why did they dub Gina Carano's voice in Haywire? And it seems Soderbergh wanted to emphasize every possible difference between Gina Carano and the character she plays on screen. So uh, with Carano's participation, he did some work to alter her voice in the film. Oh. Her voice was altered. That reminds me, there's a Steven Soderbergh movie coming up very yeah. soon. Entire, sorry, the entire dialogue was dubbed over by another actress. Oh, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. They took all his dialogue from Hercules in New York. Really? Yeah, yeah they just dubbed it over the top of her. Could, probably could have picked a better movie. No, 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 they from. picked up. They, they, they were like, well, Also, he's already dubbed over in that movie. Yeah, so did they, they, they use the original dialogue? They used the original dialogue. They just plugged it in. They're like, we got it here. Like, it's been <laughs> We've sitting, never used it. It's been sitting here for years, for decades. <laughs> it's a... They've changed the tax laws. If we don't use it, we're going to pay like millions of dollars. We just we just dub her over. It's fine. What are you going to say though? Uh, Soderbergh's got that new movie. That's uh... oh, it's already out. It's on HBO Max. No oh, sudden move. Which one's that? It's the uh, crime caper. It's got Cheadle in it. It's got Benicio del Toro, David Harbour, John Hamm, Brendan Fraser is in it. Oh wow! Kieran Culkin is in it. Ray Liotta is in it. This looks incredible. Bill Duke is in it. This came out in June? Came out in June or J- July. It got a general release, yeah. Mr. Com- is it out in Australia? Brendan Probably. Fraser's in it. Did Brendan, you mention that already? I did mention that, yeah. yeah. We're not learning much about secret agents, but we are learning a lot about... You're not supposed to know anything about secret agents, <gasps> are you? That's the revelation we've come to. Yeah. Uh, number 19, another double up. Agent K and J from Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're secret agents, I guess, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah, they're good. Yep. Yeah, sure I think uh, like it throws me a bit because they're like alien cops. Yes, exactly. Because I'm yeah. like, is that a secret agent? But like, mm. they are. They are secret but agents. But I thought this they? also this was a list of like underrated secret agents. Oh no 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 no. These no, guys no, are no, very no. rated. I feel they're very rated. Mm. I think they're a gr- look. If if this were the list of best buddy cop team members, yep, I put them way high. I'm very high on the list. Higher than Eddie Murphy and Robert De Niro in the movie Showtime. Yes. Okay. Yes. There we go. Higher than the movie I Spy with Eddie Murphy and Owen Wilson. Yes. Higher than the movie Another 48 Hours with Eddie Murphy and Nick Nolte. Yes. Higher than the movie Trading Places with Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Higher than the... (laughs) Higher than the movie The Golden Child with Eddie Murphy and someone else who's in that movie. Yes. He's not a spy. No. Or a, or a buddy. He doesn't, he doesn't have a buddy in that. No, I don't think he has a buddy at all. That, that little boy is his buddy, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Mm. That golden little boy. Yes. What do we got number 18? Number 18, John Mason. Ah, uh, yeah. So Relative he's from. Mind the Rock, yeah, Sean Connery. This is a good one. Mm. Uh, one of the few Michael Bay movies that I genuinely unironically like. <laughs> um, and, of course, this one, obviously, you know, this, this leans into the idea, and I think there's been some even, even more recent yeah. fan speculation on is this James Bond and they chucked him in Alcatraz? Probably. Probably. I mean, that was the... But not literally. You can't literally it's do it. It's an homage. Because it's a... Yeah, it's an homage. Because That's what these fan theories often don't take into account. Yeah. It's just an homage. It's just a homage. You can theorize all you want. That's fine. That's fine and fun. I'm going to do that. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, no, I, I like that idea of an old James Bond. Same. Um, and next up at number 17, we have Susan Cooper from the movie Spy. I remember liking Spy. I like Spy, but she's not the best spy in the movie Spy. Well, she's the best Jude yeah. Law is the best spy in it. Doesn't she end up being the best spy? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, I mean, as in terms of like ridiculous screen presence, it's Statham. Oh, Statham, of course it is. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's the the biggest dumbest idiot. Yeah, who keeps lying about all the things that he'd have done. Yeah. What's well, it? Yeah, it says uh, McCarthy's great value as an unlikely secret agent, and her scenes with Jason Statham, who happens to play the sweary secret agent oh, in film history, are real high point. I agree. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. from memory. Mm-hmm. Next up, we've got Felix Leiter from the Bond series. Good yes. choice. Mm. So he's been played by a few people more recently, Jeffrey Wright, um, mm-hmm. who actually, well, I didn't even realise, hasn't played Felix Leiter since Quantum, until now. Oh, because he wasn't in He wasn't Sky in Skyfall or Spectre, yeah, right. which I just, I don't, for some reason I just thought, even though we just looked at those movies, yeah, right. I just, he feels like a big presence I in agree, those movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah um, I would like a Felix Leiter series. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm. As we, I There's think no we're... American spy movies. And this would be a perfect spin-off. Agreed, yeah. You know, well, America isn't like in itself, and they'd hate to hear it. Modern America is a spin-off of England. That's very true. We're yeah. not. We're 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 like a colony of garbage people that they shoved down <laughs> That's here. That's true, yeah. But America is a spin-off. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Still feel excited. I mean, do how about the, because there's a comic book version, obviously. There's there were some comic book spin-offs recently yes. through Dynamite. And in those because so and they're they're set in the book continuity. And in the book continuity, uh, he was like mauled by a shark. He's he's mauled by a shark in License to Kill. Yeah, but he in the books, his legs, does he? Yeah, one leg and one arm. Okay. But in the books, he's mauled in Live and Let Die. Mm. Uh, but because America and sharks, but yeah. but he gets like a robot leg and a robot arm, and they're super high tech in the in the in the comic book. So yeah. do you want that? Do we do we give him that sort sure. of high tech stuff? Uh, maybe not in the first movie, but yeah, mm. yes. Yeah, good. You? It's yeah, probably good. a bit far, but yes. <laughs> I like those new James Bond comics. Or is he just like a regular, like maybe don't, maybe maybe a Felix Leiter movie, it isn't like Bond high tech. Yeah. It's not Smart Blood and Aston Martins or whatever. It's just him kicking indoors and like choking people. Sure. Because that's the, the joy of the most recent Bond movies It's just him choking people. Kicking indoors people. and choking people. But is he on. a choking guy? Not really. Yeah. You sit in a bar, he's like, God, I hope James Bond gets here soon because <laughs> I am... Well out of my depth, and I have to talk to David Harbour, and, and I'm I drunk. hate him. And I'm so drunk. <laughs> I've spent all the money that they gave me at the CIA. <laughs> I don't right. know what I'm doing. I've never played poker before this. <laughs> I don't know why they got me to do it. <laughs> David Harbour probably would have played poker before. Don't you think that character in those movies looks like he played poker yeah. on the weekend? Not his, well though, with his buddies. Yeah, with yeah. his buddies to get away from his wife. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Feel, Felix Leiter series now. Yeah. Why not? Why not? They seem a bit reluctant to do spin-offs because they've talked about I saw this week that mm-hmm. they spoke to the Broccolis about some potential spin-offs for characters in the new movie and they're yeah. like we don't really want to do that. That's a I shame. think they're really protective of the IP and yeah. they should be mm. because this could very easily be like 14 James Bond prequel spin-off shows and whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it could happen. Remember Treadstone, the Jason yeah, Bourne of series? Of course everyone does. It's still going. I get you a Treadstone cake for your birthday. <laughs> Treadstone on it, and whoever was the main guy in Treadstone, yeah. I said, I said, went to the cake shop. I just said, get put the main guy from Treadstone <laughs> on the cake, and they're like, well, we've got one here ready yeah. already. And I'm like, great, it's our most popular cake. That show's still we going. We all sold out. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason there's a spare one is because somebody didn't pick it up. They forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's not still going. They cancelled Treadstone. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon this Jeffrey Wright. Yep. This Jeff, sorry, this uh, Jeffrey Wright, Felix Leiter, mm. he'd be a very good 
guy who fights people in an alley. Yeah. Like he, he pulls the suit jacket over their head sure, and then he beats yeah. them with like a, like a brick or something. Yeah, okay. I think that would be that would be I reckon there'd be some good action sequence. Because yep. he doesn't like he doesn't strike me as a guy who like knows a lot of martial arts or whatever, but yeah. he would fight dirty. Totally. Which I like. Me too. Uh number fifteen. Oh, one, one, of our, salt. one of our favorites. From the movie is Salt. Is it Evelyn or is it Evelyn? I don't know. Anyway, it's Salt. Mm. Uh, now, this role, I believe, wasn't was like going to be a Tom Cruise thing as Tom well. Tom Cruise vehicle, yeah. And uh, it ended up being an Angelina Jolie vehicle. O- okay action spy movie from memory. Mm. Do you remember much of this? Not a lot. Yeah. We saw it at the cinemas together. Did we? We did. Huh. Yeah. I don't know if that's and there, true. And there's been talk of like salt sequels ever since. I thought you were going to say there's talk of us going to the cinemas again one day. That's right. Well, actually, yeah. yeah that's. I was going to say what's the last thing we saw together. Probably salt. No, no, it would have been um, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jolie's performance that keeps the story simmering. She's dangerous, sly, and perhaps a traitor. Mm. And all of that's what makes her so compelling to watch. Tom Cruise was initially secured as the lead, but it was, uh, but then it was rewritten. Mm. So there you go. Um, I remember it being again fine. <laughs> Oh, you're making too much barking noises. She's making too much barking noises, Mason. Don't you agree? Mm. Baby's asleep. If the baby's asleep, this podcast ends if she wakes up, Mason. Well. Let me just go get that dog while you read the next one or just pause and wait. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to think of a funny name the character would have that isn't salt, that Tom Cruise is, like, it's a, it would be a different condiment. You see what I'm saying? Like, probably, like, um, coriander or something or, like, a ketchup. Would it be secret agent ketchup? You'd be ketchup mustard? Because my initial thought was pepper. I, right? didn't, I didn't hear any of that. So what I'm saying condiments? Yeah, when when Tom if Tom Cruise would have the role, yeah. what would the character be named? I'm thinking some other sort of table condiment. Like okay. secret agent ketchup? Oh yeah. You know? Sergeant Pepper? Sergeant Pepper would definitely work, yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yellow submarine. Colonel mustard. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> it's Colonel Tom Cruise's Colonel Mustard. He's breaking out. <laughs> He's already got the clues. He's out of there. <laughs> Uh, but sec- I guess he already secret had sauce? Is that secret sauce. Secret sauce, very. Yep, that's right. <laughs> Great. Uh, at number, but he. I, I, guess, oh, I guess he didn't do because we would have been deep in bloody um, Mission Impossible, man. Not really Mr. at that Mission point. Impossible. That was before four, uh, so it was okay. kind of. I was up in the air when it was about to, to kind one, of yeah. take off properly again, mm. even though they'd already done three and three was pretty good. Number fourteen, we've got Edgar Brody in nineteen thirty-six, a secret agent. Wow, this is something for our podcast time capsule, I think. Yeah, we just go through the nineteen year nineteen thirty-six, and we'd say secret agent. What's that? But it was directed by Alfred Hitchcock, interestingly, oh. and that is interesting. So <laughs> it's very and set during World War One. So there you go. That's mm. interesting. He's on a telephone. He's yep. looking stern and stoic. Oh my God. That is classic 1936. That's a wig. Is it? <laughs> can't, on can't tell from on this Edgar image Brody. Quality. Yeah. No, I think that's his real hair. Can't tell from um I can't tell from like the image quality, to mm. be honest. Okay. So there you go. Oh, Peter Larray's in this. All right. He was in all sorts of uh Hitchcock movies. Good on him. I think that's just thin hair, actually, okay, just yeah, looking yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. Anyway, uh next up we have at number 15. Harry Hart from Kingsman. Good one. And the bad sequel. Bad sequel, bad Kingsman. Mm. I think they made this list also because it was just before Kingsman 2 came yes, out. Yes, yeah, yeah. I believe so. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, there, was some, there, was a, there was a touch of class it took. That's true. Uh, I think which is often a surprising thing, and this can also be said for the Jason Bourne movies, they take an actor who's not known for roles of action 
Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. put Colin Firth in like amazing action sequences. That's true, yeah. And then there was a second movie with robot dogs. And how wonder. much of that is him and how much of that is stunt performer, I wonder? I think it's like mostly him, I believe. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there's like a one there's a couple of one or That's there's true. one in particular in the church, which is, it's not really a one it's like. Make, made it look like a But it's, a lot of it is him, yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably not all of it. This next one, I'm like, he's a spy? He is a spy. Uh, we're talking about, of course. Bruce Lee and Enter the Dragon. I, I, what is it? I've never seen Enter the Dragon, but uh-huh. he's hired by British intelligence to go on a secret mission. And he says, why don't they just get a they, – they want to get rid of this guy. And he's like, why don't they just get a forty five and whew, like that. Is that what he says? Yeah. Do they dub him? I don't think so. I know they dub his – like, you know, the noises that he makes when fighting people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't make any of those noises. Those are put in. Oh, they added them in. Yeah, I wonder how he felt about that. Probably bad, I reckon. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're a bit silly maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's the also a thing that people remember, you know. It's like a statement. A and a and a wah and whatever. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Also noises made by Wario. So <laughs> if, if, if they didn't add these stupid noises to Bruce Lee's action sequences, we'd never have the evil Mario and Luigi brothers. So, so. true. And next up we have at number 11, Jack DeFer Ryan uh, from <laughs> The Hunt. For Red October. I don't feel he's a secret agent. Up to Jack Ryan. He's a pencil pusher. Shadow recruit. Jack Ryan. No, well, new Jack Ryan series or whatever, Mm -hmm. which I don't watch. Same. Which is probably cancelled or still going. Mm -hmm. What do you think? It's on Amazon, so it's probably still going. I think it is. Let me check. Uh, I reckon they've done three and it's on hiatus. Yeah. This is one. Yeah, it's still going. It's the present day. This is um, one of those characters now that people look back and go, and especially now that this is CIA propaganda. Yeah, for (laughs) sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've done two, and it hasn't uh-huh. been an episode since October of 2019. Mm. So presumably the pandemic, yeah, has delayed it. And But we are getting more Jack Ryan, apparently. Great. Who cares? He's also been... Quick been, out there, name a characteristic of Jack Ryan. You uh, can't do it. Alec Baldwin. Oh, good point. That is a characteristic. Harrison Ford twice. Mm-hmm. Ben Affleck once. Um, Chris... Right. Chris... <laughs> Which Chris is it? Pine another time. I meant more name like a like a. Oh, yeah. sometimes in a suit. An answer to that. <laughs> okay, this is a good point. Actually, yeah, you've nailed Once it. Once on a submarine. <laughs> clear and present danger. He, yep, he is either creating or stopping a clear and present danger. So I think that's that Do you is think a, he's creating a present clear and present danger. Maybe. What is the CIA? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Right, you've got to create a clear and present danger. Mm. And then we can topple this. Democratically elected government and install our own one. You're a hero, Jack Ryan. Nah, good on you. Uh, so I think Harrison Ford replaced Alec Baldwin due to, I think Alec Baldwin was the most popular and like he cost more at the time. Oh, I see. Which right, is interesting. Right. But Alec Baldwin doesn't have the characters that Harrison Ford has now. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like nobody's like, I'll oh, bring back Alec Baldwin as the shadow. Oh, or you are. I would definitely say. Anyway, then we've got Alec Lemus in mm. a spy who came in from the cold. Yes. This is a good one, isn't it? I've actually never seen oh, it. I have seen this. It's good, yeah. Richard Burton. It's miserable. Yeah. It's not it's it's the exact opposite of of, uh, of of cool glamour. I think at one point you seem like sadly washing his socks in the sink. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Yeah, just the, yeah, that idea of like they're not very well paid. <laughs> These people yeah, and, he, and, he, and he's like out in the, you know, he's, he's out in the cold, as it were. Yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of that. Mm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, number nine, we've got Ethan Hunt. I mean, he is a spy, isn't he? I'm like, this guy's a, 
Like the stuff that he does is lunacy. But it's yes. it's, es- it's espionage, isn't it, really? Yeah, for it's sure. It's masks and tasks, this fellow, isn't masks it? Masks and tasks, that's right. I mean, we've talked about this guy to death. Um, mm. Something wrong with him. And, oh, yeah, but, yeah. But he's still he wishes doing he was dead. Yeah. But he can't, he can't kill himself. That's right. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Tom Cruise makes great movies. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shame about he's crazy. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then we've got well, number eight. This is a good one. You I love like this one, right? Yeah, yeah uh, Joe Turner, which is obviously Robert Redford mm-hmm. in Three Days of the Condor. Have you not seen this one? I still haven't seen it, and I know there's the new series, but I feel like Just I called should Condor. Yeah, I should watch this first, right? Mm. Though the series is a remake of the original, right? Yes, and it's a, which I, I think it's a remake of a book. I think the book okay. is called Seven Days of the Condor. Okay. And they were just like, we don't know four of these days. Yeah, but basically, it's about a guy. He's I like, like an analyst. Premise. He's not. He's not. A, he's not. A, he's not a. Um, he's not a secret agent so much. So he's off the bloody list. Yep. No, he's just like a guy who like analyzes data and tapes and and, and video footage or whatever. And he leaves to go for. Co- he's in. A, he's in a like an office with a bunch of people. Yeah. He leaves to go get coffee, and then his entire team is killed. And he shows up, and everybody's dead. And he's like, oh, nuts. I just. He has to go on the I run. just work the phones or whatever. Yeah. And it's big, big time 70s style as well. Do, 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 Robert, do, do, Robert Redford do, 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 style do, 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 icon. He's looking great. I'm a he's big got, fan. He's got his Robert. aviators on. Yeah. He's got his tweed jacketed, his, his blue jeans. I'm a big oh. fan of Robert Redford. Mm. How is that Robert Redford that good looking? It doesn't even make any sense. Yeah. Is that even his real hair color? Is it a wig? This dude's out of control. Right. Still looks like that did as people, well. This is a stupid question. Did people, did men dye their hair like blonde in the 70s? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> I mean, I... I guess they did. Story checks out. Well, like this color of blonde is unusual as well. Yeah, that's true. You know true. what I mean? Because normally you lose that color if you're mm. blonde as you get older. Yeah. Number seven, we've got Gunther Buckman. I haven't seen this, The Most Wanted Man. Mm. Uh, it's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. So this does look good, but again, I don't have anything to say. What did Ant- It was directed by Anton Corbin. What did he do? Let's look it up. Let's give him to give it a look, see? Yes. Let's give it a look. Oh, he, di- oh he directed um, The American, which is that George Clooney movie. Is that good? Yes, it is good. Yeah, I've never seen the American. He's like a um that that. It, why is he not in this list? That's a good spy movie. Okay, that's great. It's again, it's very understated. And he's just like very, he's very uh he's very cool and business like. It's all oh. about the tone of that movie. It's good. All right. Uh, next up, we have uh, Nikita from La Femme Nikita, oh. which was also a TV series, wasn't it? For a time, it sure was. Yeah, uh, nineteen ninety. Uh, it's it's very watchable. And she's initially a drug addict, addled the dropout mm. and is given a stark choice, either train to become an operative or die in prison. Mm. So there you go. Exciting stuff all around. I should watch that or should I? Next we've got Alicia Huberman from Notorious 1946. Daughter of a convicted German spy who is herself pressed into service uh, as an agent for the Americans. Is this based on a real person? Maybe it's not. I don't know. Anyway, cool. Again, another one I don't really know that much about because it's from 1946 or whatever, but mm. it is Hitchcock. Did it do – like, is it good? I guess it's good if it's number number six or whatever. What's, <laughs> what's next, Mason? Oh, here we go. Not, no surprises here. I thought it would be a little higher though. Jason Bourne. Mm. Do you think they put Jeremy Renner's Jason Bourne in here as well? I mean, they've put a, they've put a photo of Matthew Damon. Yeah. But I'm sure Jeremy Renner will, will merit a mention. Jeremy Renner does his best as Aaron Cross, but as an agent in constant need of a brain-boosting pills, it's no replacement for Bourne and his ever-present identity crisis. I still think Bourne... Do you think they threw that at Jeremy Renner like during production or like some of the scenes? They're like, man, you, you're gonna, you're gonna, your character needs brain-boosting pills because he's dumb. He's a real dummy? He's a dumb guy. Yeah. That's why we cast you. Yeah. It's perfect for you. Yeah. And you might, you might, you might be like, I don't think I feel that way, but um, I'll, I'll present to you this mirror. 
and look in the mirror and tell me you're a guy who doesn't need brain-boosting pills. Jeremy, Jeremy, you've signed the contract. It's too late, Jeremy. <laughs> Jeremy. <laughs> um, so there you go. Uh, yeah, he's a good he's a good spy. I still think the first Bourne movie is the best one. Yeah. And it's got the most intrigue because then every other movie's like, who am I or whatever? It's, you know? yes. it's like, didn't we do this already? And then the last one where he's like, who am I? And also there's an app or something. There's an app or something. You know? What do you mean Facebook's taken all our data or some kind of Facebook, whatever Facebook is in my We're at a Facebook conference or something. Oh, no. We're escaping behind this tram or something. <laughs> Here's one I haven't seen also. George Smiley and Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy. Mm. Have you seen Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy? I have not seen Tinker Taylor Soldier, but that's a, that's a Le Carre novel as well. Yes, it is. Was this a uh, Spielberg? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Let me quickly look that it one up. It doesn't feel like a Spielberg. What about that one? Old, what about Bridge of Spies? Does that feel like a... I don't know. It's Thomas Alfredson. Oh, Thomas Alfredson. Alfredson, sorry. Oh, you might know as director of... I'm just, just off the top of my head. You might know him as the director of Mason. Uh, the Snowman 2017, that movie that everyone makes fun of. Oh, because it's really badly edited, sure. Apparently, but I've never seen it. Number two. Ooh. Now, James Bond is probably going to be number one. But number two is Harry Palmer. Yes. You a Harry Palmer fan? That's bloody, bloody. I'm, a, I'm tell you what, I'm a fan of uh, our old mate. Yeah. Uh, bloody. Michael uh, Caine. Michael Caine, yes. Me too. Is, is he in all the sequels? Yes, are, I think he is, yeah. Why aren't they? They, they went on to like, they went to like the 80s, I think. Why aren't they still making these? He probably doesn't want to do them. Wow. The last one he did was Midnight in St. Petersburg in 1996. 90, I was going to say, yeah. Okay. Fucking hell. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. So he started doing it in 65. And there was one in 90, There was one in 95 and in 96. Yeah. They're all on – I think they're all on Amazon. They're all on Amazon, I, mean, I, saw, yeah. I saw one recently. I put it on my list. I'm like, yeah, I should rewatch this. But he didn't do one between 1976 and 1995. Yeah. So they could technically do another one of these. But then he sort of had – yeah, he, remember he sort of had that resurgence where he, I think it was – I think it was – it was after this. I think it was like Dark Knight. It was probably yeah, like a Batman Begins Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. Because he did Harry Brown. You remember Harry Brown? You do Harry. I love Harry Brown, yeah. So there you go. Well, cool. And then at number one, if it's not James Bond, it's got to be Atomic Blonde. It's James <laughs> Bond. It's obviously James Bond. Well, they didn't have Atomic Blonde. And they, and didn't, they didn't have, have whatever Robert De Niro's character's name is in Ronin. And, or, and they didn't have John Wick, who's they technically not a spy, but that would have given us the right to riot. Well, we're still going to riot, though, we're because Atomic to. Blonde isn't on there, so we're going to riot. What do you think's missing from here? Austin Powers? Yes, Austin Powers. I think he is genuinely missing from here. Yeah. If you can put in, in like, Flynn or whatever, mm-hmm. and you can put in Men in Black, yeah. you can put in fucking whatever his name because, is. Because, yeah, like, it's because he, you know, it's it's not like they're like, we won't include comedies, because Men in Black's a comedy. But what about that CIA one? Oh, no, I was going to say the CIA one where Will Smith's like, stop chasing my family, but he's being chased by... Exactly. Covert operatives mm. and not uh, – what about penguins of Madagascar? They're spies, aren't they? Sure are. What spies about, in disguise. I was about to say the one where Will Smith turns into a pigeon. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I guess there's some, also a bunch of TV ones. Like I know people love the um, the Americans. They should have done a sequel to Ronan is all I'm saying. Maybe they still can. Maybe uh-huh. they can make a movie that's not as good now. Would you like that? Yeah. Mm. I'd love that. It's interesting that they picked Felix Leiter but none of the other Bond – like there are a bunch of other Bond characters, I guess you could have chosen. Like who? Yeah, yeah I was just thinking. Oh, Jinx. No. Q. A... Yes. Old Q. Old Q. What's um? Whatever Rowan Atkinson's character was. What about Clive Owen? He must have been a spy. He's been a croupier. Yeah. 
He was nearly Bond, probably. Oh, there we go. He was in the movie Duplicity with Julia Roberts where he was a I corporate spy. That one. That's yes. a good movie. Did I recall it being good. Yeah. You never see it on any lists, though, do you? Nah. It's one of those ones that just disappeared. Yeah, there you go. But everybody was double-crossing everybody. Everybody had a secret pill for youth or something, or thought they did. did this was about the cosmetics and... Is that what it was about? Yeah, it was about they were... Basically, there was like a secret formula for something, something that... They, they were corporate spies trying to find out what the other cosmetic companies were doing and whatever. Anyway, not, not a bad list, though, all in all. What do you think? I loved it. Me too. It's the best list we've ever torn apart on... This podcast. Mm. Did we miss any famous spies? What about Spy versus Spy? What about the, Inspector the car- Gadget? The comic strip characters. Yeah, what he's a cop. He's a cop. And he doesn't even know he's spying when he's right. doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he has a magnifying glass in his hat, but that doth not make it That's right. A Secret spy. squirrel. Yeah. What, <laughs> there we go. What about um, fucking... Uh, he's got a bulletproof coat and a cannon hat. What the fuck? She's got cane that goes rat-tat-tat-tat. Max fucking smart, whatever his name is. Maxwell smart. Maxwell he smart. nailed it. Yeah. Yes. You, you're obviously friends with him because you called him Max. Smart. Yeah, we're good friends. Yeah. Best, I'm just going to write best TV spies. What about like that Val Kilmer one where, he's, where he does different voices and hats? The Saint? Yeah. Okay. He's yeah. a spy, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, he's been a spy. What about Home, that version what about the TV show Homeland? The Saint's more of a private operative, I feel. What about Sandra Oh in that thing where she oh, does Killing like, Eve. espionage? Well, that came out after this list, obviously. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And she's more a bureaucrat. You're more of a bureaucrat bitch. <laughs> so your new catchphrase? You say it to people at the bank? <laughs> when the line is too long? Uh, there you go. What about Kiefer Sutherland in 24? Yep, great. Is he a spy? Uh, I don't think that show ever lived up to its he's potential. He's just a guy running around. I don't think he counts as a spy. Yeah, you might be right. But don't you think that show never... What about Black Widow? I mean... Yes. I think if that Black Widow movie had have come out at the time of this list, she would have made the list. Oh, she definitely would have. But also, well, I get. I mean, because she she does. She feels more like an action. Like all the yeah. all the super all the spy stuff to me feels like it's alluded to, but is never said. It's always like I remember Budapest, and it's like fair point. I get, but like mostly what she does is she goes into a room and there's a bunch of bad guys. She beats them up, and that's cool. Yep. But I mean. Where when she like when she like taking photos of plans with with microfilm, you know, great point. With her little with her, one of those little cameras. What about Avengers nineteen mm-hmm. sixties? Mm-hmm. Avengers remake ninety six or whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Go on with Rafe Fiennes yes. and Emma Sermon. They're yes. spies, aren't they? They're spies. What about um that Alias? Great show. That's a spy. Mm-hmm. That's a spy, Mason. That's a spy, right? What about that spy movie with Val Kilmer? The Saint. No, the other one, like the Top Secret. It's called like Top Secret or something like that. Yeah, Top Secret. I think it's called Top Secret. It is called Top Secret, yeah. Anyway, there you go. There's some good spies here, mate. There is. There's some good spies here. Missed out on Atomic Blonde. Never forgive them. I'll never forgive you, Den of Geek. What about Valkyrie? That's technically got some spying in it. There's some spying. But I consider that more a Nazi movie. Yeah. It's your favourite movie, isn't it? It's not. Because the Nazis actually... Because they don't kill Hitler. That's what you like about no, that movie. No, it's not true. <laughs> what? It's not true. That's what you tell me. I don't like Nazis or Hitler. Oh. Okay. That's interesting. It's interesting how, like, you have one personality off air and then off <laughs> you say different. <laughs> 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 oh, what about that show, um, The Night Manager, Tom Hiddleston? Is he a spy? Yeah, he's sort of a spy or whatever. He's and a he's night a night, And he's a night manager. Right. Yeah, so well, that didn't come out probably. Yeah, you're probably right, mm. maybe, definitely. Anyway, there's definitely more, but those are some of them. Well, look, if I've come away from nothing Chuck! Else, from the TV series, Is Chuck. Is he a spy? Yes, probably. Oh, he's more running around and a kicking guy. 
He's got some spice. It doesn't matter. Anyway, if nothing else, this episode, I've come away with a lot of stuff that I'm going to go and watch yep. uh, when I get home. Mr. So. and Mrs. Smith, mm. both spies or assassins. Doesn't matter. Mostly assassins, I think. Yeah. Right, there we go. Anyway, we've got to move it forward. Okay. Because what are we if we're not moving forward? Not sharks. We're reverse exactly. sharks. We're reverse sharks. Backward yeah. sharks. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what it's time for then? Uh, is it time for what we read in and then it's sequel, what we're going to read? You're actually not going to believe it, Mason, but you are correct. Yes. Here we go. I put it on mute. I never get anything right. I'm a fucking idiot. James, James, Don't talk like that. Westworld. Sometimes you get some things kind of right. It's not true. It's not true at all. No, That's no. true. I lied because I wanted to make you feel better. <laughs> how that happened. What are you reading? Uh, I have been, speaking of Lower Decks, I'm catching up on Star Trek Lower Decks. I'm it's good. Enjoying it's funny. That. Like sure, it. I've got a, still got a few episodes to go. Yep. Uh, and I am also, I'm currently up to date with uh, Only Murders in the Building, which I've mentioned oh, in, I in episodes that. past, which is Martin Short and, and, and Steve Martin and Selena Gomez and other, other, other stars. Celebrity guest stars? Yeah. Oh, well, can you not tell me? Because no, I can tell you. No, 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 no. Sting's in it. Sting's in it. Sting's in it yes, as Sting. himself. Yes. Fuck! I didn't no. want to know that. That's awesome. Well, now you know. But that'll—that's a little sizzle for you. But in the most recent episode, of, I think we mentioned that they're—they're—they're they're like podcast super fans who discover uh, murder podcast super fans, and yeah. they—they they discover a murder in their own building, and they're like, "We'll solve the murder, and we'll also." Yeah. Uh, create a podcast about it. But in the most recent episode, they're like, we're going to employ the power of our fans to, to help out. And they bring in the, you know, and it's always like, what are the fans like? Bunch of nerds. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. yeah. Is, that a, is that what you're saying that our fans are like? No, I'm saying that's what we're like because we also listen to podcasts. Oh, yeah. I'm listening to one right now. What's it about? It's just my podcast. JRE. It's just last it? week's episode. <laughs> yes, it's last week's episode of JRE exclusively on Spotify. Please check it out. Support a hundred million. I, as now. I understand it, you listen to the previous episode, our previous week's episode, yep. so you can ensure that the current episode is up to snuff. Correct. The previous episode. It's quality control, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's a little bit of drift. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I read Superman seventy eight issues one and two, which oh, we talked yeah. about last week. I really liked it. Yeah. It reminded me a lot because it does introduce Brainiac of uh, Superman Unbound. Mm. Um, which is essentially, if you've ever read that, it's a, a version of Superman who looks a lot like uh, Christopher Reeve going up against Brainiac. Oh, and it's right. kind of a bit of that story, but it's in the 70s and Gene Hackman's in it as well. And oh, I know. it's a slight spoiler, but yeah. um, you see the Lex Luthor battle armor. He builds the, he's he got builds the, his, the Super Friends he's got it in his green cupboard. and purple suit he's yeah. building. Yeah, I is, hope he's uh, – he better bust that out because I right? swear to God. They're going to have the – well, that's I the thing. I swear to like, God, that Mason. Is, is it set after Superman 2? It must be, right? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. Because calling it Superman 78 is confusing. Because it implies that it's only yeah. set after the first one. And that's why one. I was confused about Batman 89 initially. Because yeah. it really should be called Batman 93. It should be called whatever. It should be called Batman set in the Batman, the Tim Burton Batman universe. Yeah, which isn't the cartoon but universe. Not the, but not the Joel Schumacher. They use similar movies. themes, but yeah. it's actually... Um, is that set after Batman Returns? Can't remember, yeah. I should say. Can't remember. That's what it should be called. Uh, do I have watched anything else? I bet you watched a bunch of stuff, mate. Probably did. <laughs> I, but I mean, we both read Absolute Carnage. The we did, and so I think I'm probably, and that was written by Donny Cates, yep, who yep, uh, yep. we're big fans of because he, well, we've mentioned on the show, he he uh, God Country. He wrote a comic book called God Country, which is about a magic sword uh, that gets you into all sorts of mischief. Yeah, um, for good or ill. So I'm probably going to go back and read some more Venom stuff because he also did a, a Venom limited series, and there's a whole we missed years of, of oh Marvel yeah Venom related stuff. Oh yeah, 
and there's more stuff yeah, before and after. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's it for me. And I think I'll probably watch uh, uh, No Sudden Move because it's been out for many months now. What's, and it's oh, yeah, that movie. I was yeah. like, what? What are yeah. you talking about? Uh, yeah. And I'll watch the movie Haywire for the doubling alone. Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right. James, should we, should we do letters? Yeah, why not? Okay, let's do letters. Classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. We're here right now, we're going to do letters. Well, 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 if it isn't letters time. <laughs> you keep looking off to one side with a little twinkle in your eye. And I'm, I'm like, think, I'm what's, see, he look, what's he I'm looking at? I'm looking at the window of my uh, daughter's bedroom to see if she's, because you can see when she wakes up, she'll poke her head out. Oh. I've got the monitor. Who knows what she's up to? Yeah, that's right. She's quite mischievous, as you've seen. She set up a I, – I saw a recording sleeping noises into a tape recorder and she just leaned it against the monitor. She's playing it. She's, she's got some real baby day out vibes, that, your kid. And then she's off to a mischief. She's on the trampoline. Yeah, she's good value. I like her. Mm. Um, anyway, what's uh, – well, for letters, if you do want to reach the show, hashtag weeklyplanetpod on Twitter. That's right. Or weeklyplanetpod at gmail.com. Where are you at, Mason? Mm, this is from Samuel. Hello. He says, my favourite thing about your pod. Wow. Here we go. What favourite thing? Hear what it is. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, my name is Samuel. I've been listening to your podcast for a few years now. I've tried other podcasts, but yours is the only one I've continued to listen to. Thank you. Sucked in other podcasts. <laughs> Suffer in your jocks other podcasts. That's, that's a meditorialising for me. <laughs> I think one thing that I had about a lot of podcast YouTube channels that talk about comics, movies, etc., is a lot of them talk about movies that they like as if they're objectively good or movies that they dislike are objectively bad and anyone who disagrees is wrong. Sure. I reject the notion that there's anything objective about movies or art in general. I don't agree, completely agree with some of your guys' opinions about movies. For example, I love Zack Snyder's DC movies and I love all the Star Wars prequels, but you often reiterate that it's just your opinion. Anybody can like whatever they want. Anyway, that's my favourite thing about your podcast and I just felt like letting you know keep up the great Work. Thank you. Uh, no, like we try to, um, yeah, do that. I guess, don't yeah, we? Yeah. Uh, we do, and also like it doesn't matter. As that's we've a, gotten increasingly older, like I feel like I think I had stronger opinions. I was like, no, that's definitely yeah, bad. But, but also, now, I like, think it's whatever. you know, we, I've also learned from like other people, other podcasters, other like YouTube creators and things like that. Of yeah. like, even if I don't like something, I can appreciate elements to it and i think totally. a, lot, a lot of time i will will do maybe a caravan of garbage on a movie or something like that and people will be like what we why did you say this movie sucked and i'm like i thought i was quite positive yeah but i didn't say it was i i didn't definitively go this movie is great or this movie is bad i was like i liked the the the, the vibe of it and i liked the tone and i liked the themes but i thought the plot was silly or whatever but yeah you know, but you can you know i think often people take like like any piece of media you yes. take with it what you want i get mm, what you, you get what you give get what you give you only get what you give. That's right. So yeah, that's interesting. Mm. Um, no, thank you. I, I I appreciate that. That's quite uh, a. He's also asked, have either of you watched the show C, starring Jason Momoa on Apple I TV? I have not yet. If you haven't. I would absolutely I recommend started it. Started it. I watched a show that is it's on Netflix where he's some sort of oil baron or something. Oh yeah, oil boys. That? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Jason Momoa's oil boy. <laughs> Jason Momoa's oily boys. Ship full of is Jason Momoa's shipload of oily boys. That's what it's called, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> he's all wearing a big fur coat and he's like, ah. <laughs> I don't follow him on Instagram, but he seems very he nice. Seems, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Um, he's so always promoting his friends' businesses and stuff. It's like, true, oh, he is. Gonna... Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that in a good way. I mean in the sense of like. <laughs> yeah, he's always shilling for his mates, mate. That's right. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. Get your crate of free shoes. Jason Mamar. Get out of here. Uh, when are we getting Dune? When is that coming out? Fuck, we're not. I think we're getting it late 
December. <laughs> so, so I'm going to do the TV version. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, that's what I meant. When are we getting yeah, it? Yeah, we're getting it when everyone else does. We're getting it when everyone else does, yeah. But we are getting Ghostbusters early January. Ooh. The new Ghostbusters, which I thought you'd be upset about. That's what I'm aiming to do here. So, no, I feel nothing about it. Oh, by the way, this week we're starting the Amazing Spider-Man movies with Caravan and Garvey. That's true. You excited for that? Yes. Good. And we've recorded them. We've already so recorded already. So, done. so if anybody has any, you know, fun facts about the series or, you know, some some interesting details or uh, we, we can't put them in. Stick them up your ass is what Mason's saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Stick them up your ass. Sometimes, I, sometimes <laughs> very occasionally I will listen back to like an old episode and every time I'm like, man, I should have put in more jokes. Oh really? Like the... we should like we should do a second pass and I, you you should send it to me and then I'll listen to myself and go this dumbass doesn't know anything. I put in more jokes here. <laughs> Maybe I take out all your jokes. Maybe you put in jokes. Oh my god, that's why I remember them. <laughs> well, we, we can do second passes. I don't mm, mind. Okay, it's whatever. Bearing in mind that would take more time. Ah, uh, let's not. Then. We have less time to watch Jason Momoa's shitload yeah. of oily boys. I guess the difference with YouTube is as well they have to be tighter than this. That's true. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. And you, no, honestly, nobody has time for me to just stare at a wall for several minutes. <laughs> we should put that in one day. Yeah. Just like, here we go. Mason's going to think you of put a, a You put a small camera on me for, <laughs> for several minutes and I'm just like. <sighs> More like James Blonde. Yeah, nice. And you're like, every time. He waits 10 minutes and he says the same one yeah. every time. It's also, the, the good thing is we've got the luxury of like, Sometimes we will pause and be like, fuck, I just need to gather my thoughts. That's true. And then we'll kind of, and then we'll go and get it. Obviously, we edit that mm. out. And they're well edited, so that helps. That's true. I got one here, a tweet here, uh, hashtag weekly planet pod. Oh, it's that Agatha's tweet that I did before. I did put it in. Ah. There you go. So we already did that. This is from Dan who says, coming off last week's The Beach That Makes You Old, what's a concept for a movie that intrigued you? Do you see the CGI man I posted on Twitter? Yeah. I re- I think on for people without context. Yeah, sorry. There's a there's a, there's a, no spoilers, but at the end of the movie, the beach that makes you old. There's a there's a there's a scene in a in a room. Yep. There's I think three men. Yep. And the man at the back. It's no. It, if you go to my Twitter, it's yeah. there, and there's no spoilers for. Yeah, yeah, and 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 you maintain he looks quite CGI. Yeah. And when we watch it on your laptop, I'm like, that's pretty CGI. Yeah. But when I looked at it again on on Twitter, I'm yeah. like, I don't know, maybe that. I is. mean, because why would it be? Well, my when you showed it to me initially, my first thought was, "Oh, maybe they needed the 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 scene looked mm. too empty, so they had yes, to add an extra person. Sure. It's got to make it's got to look busier." And I mean, but there's someone but, in front of him with hair, which means you'd have to like <laughs> cut around the hair. Yeah, like right, it would right. be a very difficult insert. Yeah, um, I don't know. Mm. Anyway, I haven't heard from M Night yet, but um, because oh, you tweeted at him. No, I didn't. I didn't want to like harass him directly, okay. but I hope it gets to him. Apropos of nothing. You're hoping the listeners harass him? No, don't harass him. Leave him alone. <laughs> anyway, I liked it because people were like, were you serious that you liked it? Yes, I did like it. I thought it was great. Well, see, there we go. There's the thing. Yeah. Like, you know, his dialogue is terrible. Yeah. But it it looks great and there, and what a what a fun time. Yeah. For some reason. For some it, reason. You, know, mm. you can you can like it, you can like 90% of a movie but think it's bad or vice versa. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, coming off the beach that makes you old, what's a concept for a movie that intrigued you but turned out to be pretty dumb in execution? Beats that makes you old? More like podcast sure is gold. Very good. Goddess. Nice. I've just got a few here that are one of my, some of mine that I Please, think is a good concept it. of movies that aren't so good. I think The Invention of Lying is an interesting concept, but yeah. it's not a good movie. No. And, and I think a lot of people wanted it to be a good movie, including me, because it... You love Ricky Gervais. I love... Yeah, yeah I like... Yep. You Ricky, love Ricky Gervais and you... Well, it's off the back of The Office and yeah. Extras. And, and all it's the got like Louis C.K. And, and him, whatever. him offending people. But it's mostly just like 
oh, I'm an atheist and whatever. And it's like, yeah, we know, mate. Yeah, it's yeah. And it didn't really commit to the premise because, no. like I think we've mentioned, the world is in a world where people couldn't lie, the entire world would be completely different, like it's, physically and socially. But I think beyond that, it's not funny enough. Oh, absolutely. If it was it's, funny, yeah. not, then I'd be like, whatever, this world is stupid. But if it's funny, who gives a shit? Sounds like, like you're offended. I am offended. Mm. I don't like jokes. I'm trying to. I'm, a, I'm the joke police. I'm here to cancel everybody, Mason. Great. I'm here to cancel everybody's terrible opinions. Have you ever done some, done some, some sort of interagency team up with the Marvel police? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, that's interesting. Going into a different jurisdiction. That's I like right. the idea of that. Yeah, right. Well, Disney are very woke, so I think they'd be on side with me, wouldn't they, Mason? <laughs> I think so, yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, yeah. You'd be like, I think you should take all the jokes out of your movies because they could be <laughs> offensive. And they'd be like, we, yep, we've done it already. We're way ahead of you. We did it already. Uh, uh, also, I always think, and, I'm there, and there are good movies in this franchise, mm-hmm. but The Purge is an interesting concept. Yeah. It's never... I think that there's two Frank Grillo ones, which are two and three, which are more action orientated. Uh-huh. Uh, but the first one's like just set in a house and it's fine. Sure. And yeah. I watched the most recent one, which is The Purge, Let's Get to the Border or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's just like very heavy handed, like about, you know, border crossing and illegal immigrants and whatever. But it's, and so it's, and it's just whatever, uh-huh. you know? Yeah, yeah. And um, I just think there is the idea of a purge is. Like cool as a concept, yeah. And I think other mediums, like like Rick and Morty, has done a better the purge, yeah, for right, example, right, right. than than purge. Here's another one. Go on. In time, currency is time. You oh, work yeah, for time. Right. Yeah, yeah. Have sure. you ever seen that movie? I've not seen it. It's pretty crap. <laughs> it's a shame. It's like Gattaca, but mm. but is it? You know what I mean. Mm. And also, this is a big one. Uh, Bright. Oh yeah, definitely. Well, see that is that's exactly I compared Bright to the Invention of Lying when it came out because it was like oh, okay, yeah. Because it's 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 a movie in which there was like this world changing discovery of magical in human beings hundreds of years ago, but the world is exactly the same somehow. Yeah, okay. Like, it's yep, like they yep, didn't yep. try. It could have been better if they mm. if society had been changed, but they or if they'd just gone, we just discovered orcs the other day. <laughs> yeah, and we've integrated them with society. It took yeah. a couple of weeks, right? Do you want, just quickly, things we're doing lists this week? I love lists. Uh, this is by, by a taste of cinema.com mm. from 2017. Mm. It num, tastes num, like num. celluloid. Mm, delicious. Num, 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 num. Uh, hold the mayo. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, 10 bad movies that wasted a brilliant concept. Here okay, sure, sure, sure. Number 10, Limitless. No, I think that's exactly what it should be. The movie boring. Lim- that movie's so boring. Is it? Yeah. I don't mind it. It's boring. What about this one? It's it- boring. And also, he's just a guy who's like... And I guess maybe this is the I – th- I think maybe the book leans more heavily on this. It's the idea of like he's got a pill that expands his mind to incredible – It makes him limitless. Makes him limitless. He but can then he's fly. just like, I'll just be rich. That's yeah. all I'll do. I got, I got no, other, no other ideas. I'm using 100% of my brain. That's all I can do is get rich. Yeah. But then he becomes president or something, doesn't he? Maybe. He wants to become president or something? He wants to become president And then the series series Limitless. Yes. Which you liked. It's funny. Yeah. I don't know if I finished the whole thing, but. This guy. It is sillier, which this is guy not committing. It, no, it's, it's not committing to the TV well, show. I, I, liked, I liked it in the sense that it's it's one of those TV shows you can watch without watching a show. Yeah, yeah. like this podcast. Yes, uh, you can listen to this. You can listen to another podcast. You can watch Limitless. Mm. That's the Holy Trinity. Number two is Hollywood Ending. Woody Allen, two thousand and two. Don't know. Yeah. Don't know what that is. Mm. Number three is Jumper. I like Jumper. That's probably true, though. The yeah. Jumper, the idea of that Jumper universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. Number four, Invention of Lying. Yep. Number five, Lucy. Yeah, see, there's another one where she's got unlimited powers. Yeah. Like, 
I'm going to turn myself into a USB stick. Wow. Mm -hmm. Number 2016, hard agree here. Number 2016. Number, sorry, from 2016, number six, hard agree, hard, hard agree. Batman, Superman. Yep, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because, like, we got that, Mm -hmm. but what if we got... Something better. Like, something better than that. Yeah. It's not even, like, I don't think it's awful. We've talked it to death, but, like, imagine if it was better. And again, like, as we mentioned that first that first letter, we've derived a lot of enjoyment from oh, yeah. Batman v Superman. It's just not very good. And a lot of content. A lot of content. What about the butterfly effect? Okay, sure. Sure, I guess. Yeah. You see, that 70s show is coming back, but that's 90s that show. That's 90s show. But it's Red and Kitty in 90s with Eric and Donna's kid. So it's a sequel series. Oh. And people are like, didn't you know, like, now the 90s is far away from the 70s from the 90s or whatever, 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 you know? They're wrong. It was 10 years ago. 10 years ago. The, the 90s, 90s was 10, 10 years, years ago. ago. So I, Kurt, Kurt Cobain's last album was 10 years ago. That's right. Yeah. Radiohead were flying high. I don't know Radiohead, Mason. Were they ever flying high? I don't yeah. think they've ever truly been a successful band, critically or commercially. Wow. I've never seen them. Wow. What about this one? Vantage Point. Don't know what that is. It's about assassinating the president and Dennis Quaid's in it or something. Nice. Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game is good. This shouldn't be on here. That's bullshit. Which one's Gerald's Game? Uh, It's Mike Flanagan who did Midnight Mass. Have you seen Midnight Mass on? Oh, no, but it's on my list. Very good. You should watch it. Um, Gerald's Game is solid, like really good. Okay, but what's oh. it about? Uh, it's about a woman. It's 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 she's um it's got um I think you've mentioned it before. But yeah, she's like tied to a bed for the entire thing. Carla Carla Gugino yes is in it. Oh yeah, I've seen trailers for that. Yes, very good. Okay, and there's a there's a pretty graphic one scene in particular which I won't I won't get into because if you if you want to watch it. Okay. And number ten, the happening. Yeah, everyone's killing themselves, but why? It's the trees. Mm. Interesting premise, right? You saying it's the trees? You saying the trees are killing themselves? No, no, no one's saying that. Mark, Mark, <laughs> Mark, listen. Mark, you need to get this line. We're filming the movie The Happening. You need to understand the premise. I'm in the movie The Happening. <laughs> yes, Mark. You're a famous actor. So there's a movie happening? No, Mark. The movie's <laughs> called The Happening. Mark, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> Anyway, uh, if I may add something, I feel like I love heist movies, but not all of them stick the landing. Completely agree. I think there's a lot of where it's like the premise is we're going to steal a bunch of gold out of a plane or whatever. And then, of course, at the end, it's like we already stole the gold out of the plane. There was no plane. There was no plane. The plane was a bus. (laughs) It was the magic school bus. We shrunk it down. Yeah. We we stole the security guard's bum and then we... Open it up in the bank vault. Wow, really? That's actually okay, yeah. Yeah. How about this gritty rubit of the magic school bus, but they're using it for crime? <laughs> yeah, is that yeah. what the magic school bus was? No, they go inside the human body and be like, fuck. That's what I'm is, talking this about. This is yeah. gross as, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Um, I got one more tweet here, or have you got a letter? I got one more letter. Let's do it. It's from Graham. He says, Hey, James and Meso, I just saw my first weekly planet tea out in the wild. Sick. I told the guy, nice shirt, and he said, thanks. Can <laughs> I get a shout out for that guy in the tea? Also, can I be the official. Long pause of the podcast, Graham from Ohio. You got it. You got yes, it, Graham. You can. And shout out to that guy you saw. Yeah. yeah. Big ups to that guy. Big ups to that guy. Both of you. If you see a guy, if you see a guy or a gal or someone, any any person at all in a Weekly Planet T-shirt, if you could say, "Hey, man, that T-shirt is poggers," <laughs> you you wouldn't mind. <laughs> and then if you could say, which which I understand is. A, young people speak for good, but it doesn't mean pog. It's something about a green frog. Something about a frog. Froggers. <laughs> Don't say froggers. No, don't say you froggers. You've got to sound yeah, silly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got to sound silly. You've got to say that T-shirt, sir or madam, that T-shirt is poggers. Agreed. 
Uh, this is from Kay Linnaeus who says, Hey, James and Mason, you guys are my best friends and I love you. Or if you could say, Oh, I love that T-shirt, just not on you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's rude. Yeah. You're going to get punched. <laughs> then send an email. I want to hear about it. Uh, so Kay Linnaeus says, Hi, James and Mason, you guys are my best friends and I love you. Anyway, what do you think of parasocial relationships? Pretty weird, right? Hashtags week, hashtag weekly planet pod. Yeah, I don't think we have that as much as some people, but I've seen some like popular streamers and like bigger YouTubers. Yeah. And when they put out more like personal information, yeah, yeah. there is this sense of like ownership and whatever. I, we get it more like you disagree with this thing that I love and now I hate you because we're <laughs> the same or whatever. And it's like I don't, I don't know you. Like and yeah. I don't mean that as like an insult, but I – I just don't. Yeah. I just don't know you. Yeah, yeah. So talking about you, Mason. Yeah, I don't no, really I just, know you. We've yeah, been yeah. slowly drifting apart. Mm. But uh, anyway, what do you think of parasocial relationships? I think they're great. As you know, I'm friends with all of the listeners. I'm so true, you're not helping, Mason. Friends. You're creating parasocial relationships. No, this is a parody. <laughs> Satire. It's whichever one, whichever one gets me out of trouble legally. <laughs> Very good. I think legally, though, that's the show. Yeah, that's right. Congratulations to everyone for getting through a long to us, yeah. finally. Finally. Uh, folks, we very much appreciate you being here. We really do. Uh, we thank you for listening. We do thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. We thank, thank you, you for, for subscribing. telling your friends. Thank you for telling someone with a Weekly Planet T-shirt that hey, it's Poggers. Sure. Oh, thank yeah. you for telling people that our podcast is Poggers. And because it, it is. It's absolutely Poggers. It's the most Poggers thing. Uh, and thank you for leaving a five-star review on any platform you can get it on because that helps us very much. Totally, totally, James, totally. You there? Uh, this is from Joe Mock who says, five stars, a great time every time. Recently found this show through YouTube and now listen to the podcast every week. The easiest way to put it is it brings me great joy to listen to. It's the best. Thank you, Joe. And this one is from BBML101 who says, so woke, five stars, <laughs> wokely planet. So true. That's nice. true. That is yeah. good. Uh, what's next? Folks, if you want in to get, if you want, if you want, if you want to get if into contact. If you want with- in it. What are you doing? What am I doing? If you want to get into contact with us, you can go to weeklyplanetpod at Gmail, at Facebook, at Weekly Twitter, Planet at Bandcamp. You can go to the Planet Broadcasting Great Mates Facebook group if you want to have some fun podcast-related chats. I do. You can also go to the Weekly Planet subreddit. You can go to the Weekly Planet Discord. Uh, you can follow our good friend and editor, Raw Collings, on Twitter, at Raw Collings, and at the Weekly Planet. You can follow me on Twitter, at Wikipedia Brown. You can follow me on Instagram, at Nick Maso, N-I-C-K, M-A-S-E-A-U. You can follow James at Mr. Sunday Movies everywhere. I will post on Instagram again. Don't you even worry I've about it. I've also taken some months off because <laughs> sometimes you're like, I'm inside my house. <laughs> yeah. not, a lot, not a lot to take photo of in here. Absolutely. Um, That's everything. No, it's not. No, it's not, James. There are other things. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Yep. You can chuck in a buck or any amount you wouldn't miss. That's the that's the key. That's the weekly that's the planet guarantee. Is it? That you can do that. That is, you can. We believe in you. Yeah. If you believe in us. When we do believe in you. That's right. You can also go to bigsandwich.co. You can uh, sign up for nine US dollar reduce per month. All sorts of bonus podcasts and early videos and all kinds of stuff. We're having a great time over there. I completely agree. It's, it's pretty loose over there, I'll tell it you is, what. It is, it is. It's less, it's less structured than this podcast. Oh, if you can I mean, imagine. we do, we do, we do prepare. We do, like, pre- we don't come true, in with yeah. nothing. <laughs> okay, okay here's, here's, here's my breakdown of it. I feel like this podcast. There is less 
there is less of a framework on this podcast because it could go anywhere. It could be a review or it yeah. could be like a list of things like we did this week. Mm. But it but it has, you know, segments and structure and whatever. I think the the Big Sandwich podcast, they have bigger – like they have more specific premises. Yes. But ultimately they can go anywhere. Totally. You know? And they often do. They often do. And thank you for everybody who just even listens to this even. That's right. Yeah, subscribe yeah. to yeah. But That's we right. appreciate it. Uh, you can also uh, buy some T-shirts on tpublic.com. Just search, search for The Weekly Planet. Thank you to The Brutes and The Basilisk and Rack for all the musical themes next week we're talking about DC Fandome it's going to be off the dome and maybe uh, the movie Halloween new Halloween's out I think on streaming oh yeah Halloween I Kills think, yeah ooh mm. what, what day is it it's the what day it's what's currently the 9th boy what day is it's it currently the 9th I think it comes out on the 15th. should we save Halloween Kills for maybe the following week the following we week because it'll to, be yeah. Halloween yeah good point spookiest time of the year alright thanks everybody for listening grab that gem we will see you next week and goodbye Till next week. Oh no, my computer's running low on a battery. Should we get the should we get the guy in there? I mean we paid a hundred grand for this dude. Oh fuck him, I don't want him. All right. <laughs> bye, bye bye everyone. Gross. <laughs> Nobody wants that guy. Does he have a name? Do you do you really want to ask him? No, I don't actually. Yeah, cool. Cool. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's, it's up to you.